Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. How about we broadcast in Morse code? How's that sound? WQM, happy uh, Wednesday to you. Big Marlin game next Tuesday, by the way. Mark it on your calendar, George. Well, they're all big. Another Marlin exhibition game next Tuesday at uh, 110, which means 1255. It's bye-bye-bye. Now, I don't want the audience to think that we plan plan these early exits many days ahead. If we, that we could. we look forward to those things. <laughs> it's almost like looking forward to vacation, like marking the days off, like being on death row. But we do. I mean, why why lie about it? it it's right. a nice thing. I think three hours is plenty, more than enough. Sure. In fact, there are people listening right now who think that three minutes is more than enough. Well, that's okay. You're enjoying it in a very masochistic way. Too bad. South Florida TV host named Premier of Haiti. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I do not. Well, here we go. A former Haitian foreign minister and popular South Florida television talk show host was selected yesterday to become Haiti's next prime minister. To which we say... Yaman. Gerald Latourtu. La Torture. Where's that La Torture? <laughs> a critic of exile, President Jean Beristan Aristide, was chosen after two days of painstaking deliberations by a U.S. backed Council of Sages. <laughs> oh. They painstaked him? To fill the power vacuum created February 29 when Aristide resigned. Well, that's an interesting choice of words when he uh, vamoosed, when he went off to Central Africa to seek his fortune. La Tortue will lead a transitional government that will pave the way for presidential elections next year. We can get some of those death squads back in charge again, okay? They'll clean things up. I'm very excited to be able to do something for my country to bring all Haitians together, La Tortue said in a telephone interview with the Herald. It's time for us to forget our differences and come together for the country in the in this bicentennial year. You know how old he is? I give up. About 30? 60. No. 60. <laughs> well, I can't say 69. No. He's 60-something, okay? He's an old fart. He's one year less than 70, 70 years yeah. old. <laughs> Let's do and Roman he's the new uh, head honcho in Haiti. 1,903 votes on our poll yesterday, which is pretty good, considering we had an early exit with that Marlins game, to which we say, oh, oh let's do it again today. Let's replay it. Let's replay the Leafs 5 nothing win over the Panthers from last night. What do you say? All right. 
Who should John Kerry pick for his running mate? That was our poll question. By the way, before we get into that, we got a real good one on the beaded curtain uh, today on our website. Linda Blair. Now, probably there are some guys out there saying, oh, Linda Blair, who wants to see her? You know, uh, but I think when you see that picture. That's the power of Christ compels you! To look at it met. again and again. I don't know a huh? straight male that doesn't think she's hot. Really? Really. I just asked all of them. <laughs> all of them in that building? Well, not, it took five minutes. 1903 vote on there. Do you ask uh, Muffin Clarence? Who should John Kerry pick for his running mate? John Muffin. Edwards, 594. Just dummy up if you know what's good for you, okay? Schmuck. You're the one that said it. Yeah, and then you're starting to embellish it. Just pretend you didn't hear what I said. Pretend that your Alzheimer's kicked in. What? John Edwards, 594. Wins hands down, 31%. Bill Clinton, 363. It's legal. He could do it. It'll never happen, but he could do it. Bob Graham, 336, 17.6%. 336 like BDI, Bobby Graham for VP. I think that's not a bad idea. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 187, 9.8%, less than 10%. What happened to that usual 17, 18% of Bushites that we have in this crowd? Where'd they go? Oh, Nader. General Wesley Clark, 112. He was a late addition, so we want to thank profusely the gentleman who called in and suggested that. General West, 112. I don't care, period. Just don't bother me with this crap. 102. Hillary, 101. <laughs> Dick, em Dick Ebhart, 46. Bill Richardson, 34, the governor of New Mexico, a good Julio guy. They figured he'd uh, be real good to get the spit vote going. Tom Brokaw, 18, and Bill Nelson, 10, out of over, over 1,900 votes on yesterday's poll. Pretty impressive if you ask me. Well, Barry Jackass has his thumb right on it right now as we speak. Make no mistake about that, because Barry is tuned into that Greg Reed pipeline. If you want to find out what's going on at QAM, don't uh, listen to us. Just read the Herald and the Barry Jackass column. Don't buy the Herald. Just pick it up at like the uh, 7-Eleven and leaf through it. Just pick up the sports section, leaf through it, read the column, and then put it back together neatly or not if you don't want to, and just to put it back on the stand. Don't buy it. Or when somebody else is uh, buying one of them heralds out of the uh, news box, just swipe one would be good. Don't you think? Sure, why not? Or run over a uh, uh, speed bump. <laughs> no, I think that when you open up one of those herald uh, boxes where you buy your newspapers, uh, maybe take like several and hand them out as freebies because that's basically what it's worth. But Barry Jackass says, Hank Goldberg back on QA and now... I don't want to pee on everybody's parade because Dave Higgins is a great guy, and I guess it was partly his idea and part the humper, and they like put this thing together yesterday. I purposely tuned in after the Marlin game. I nearly fell asleep because I heard Dave Van Boring for a minute, but I tuned in after the Marlins trounced the Mets. What was it, nine to three, I believe? Uh, Josh, I don't know. It was nine to one when I, I heard. Nine to three. Get it right. I fell asleep. Get it right. Well, I don't blame you. Anyway, after the Marlin game, uh, I tuned in, and then we had like about. How many minutes of spots? About 30, man. Good golly, Miss Molly, and they wonder why we don't have bigger numbers than we got. Good God. We had a break that went on from the ass end of the game till uh, the very beginning of Hank's show. That must have been at least 15 minutes. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Just spot after spot after spot. Nice going, Scruan. You're sure peddling something. Oh. You know, it's a good thing we have some restrictions now because <laughs> if in the old days, like a couple of weeks ago, who knows what I might have said right there, but that bitch is peddling. At any rate, so the humper comes on, and they got Dave Wanstead doing this cornball thing like uh, he's doing a show, 
and says, we're going to talk about everything except the Dolphins, and then he was taking allegedly a call, and of course the caller turned out to be Hank. The only problem being it was pretty obvious that it was Wanstead who was on the phone, and Hank was uh, doing whatever it was, the American Airlines Arena, who pr- pr- uh, proceeded to interview Wanstead. I mean, Dave Wanstead's got the personality of a dead man, okay? So the concept of the idea might have been fun if Wanstead had any personality and could have pulled it off. Did he pull it off? No. It was just brutal. But it's good to have the humper back on here. That's what counts. Of course, Barry Jackass says, in an amusing skit, Dolphins coach Dave Wanstead opened Goldberg show. It was about as amusing as a fart in a crowded elevator on a hot July day. Nothing amusing about it. Goldberg said on the air that he was glad to be back. It was lonely without you all, he said to his listeners. I just want to put the whole thing behind me. He's thinking about that big behind. It was something that just got out of hand and shouldn't have. WQM General Manager Greg Reed met with Goldberg yesterday morning and said, Oh, we're fine. Everything was resolved. So that's as much as he wants you to know, because if he wanted to say more, it would have been in Barry's column, because Barry is the mouthpiece for QAM, for Greg Reed, who doesn't speak to anybody who's over the age of 10. That's why he speaks to Barry. Stern won't be leaving Infinity anytime soon. Here's our poll question before we get to that. If you had ton- Did we ever do this before? I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Who cares? No. We did? We might have. No, I don't think this is the exact one. Not this wording, no. Well, <laughs> do I need to remind you that if we change one word, that's good enough for me. One letter. If you had tons of cash, what one city would you choose to live in? Now, of course, there are some of us who like, you know, live all over the place, but as your home base, what would be the one city you'd choose anywhere in the world to live in if you were just loaded? An unlimited amount of funds. So we made a short list so far, Miami, Toronto. Hey, Sonny, it's a beautiful day, man. It's going to be 5 today, 41 degrees Fahrenheit. It's beauteous. New York, Amsterdam, Rome, or Honolulu. You ever been to Honolulu? No, but I would like to, and I would like to uh, have my base there since you mentioned that. I've been there six times, and I'm going to tell you it's one of the most beautiful places. Waikiki Beach and then the North Shore, it's just all fabulous. I've never been to the other islands besides Oahu. But, uh, yeah, Waikiki is really something else. Very commercial, very crowded, but then you have to have a lot of money. I mean, the big bucks to live there, but it is beautiful. And the Pacific Ocean is much cleaner. It's just uh, amazing. I've seen pictures. Cleaner and warmer, and the trade winds, even though it's like 86, 87 in the summertime, it never feels warm because the trade winds are always blowing. Can I say that? No. Oh, sorry. The trade winds are always uh, moving the air around. And I figure since I have tons of money, I can take my yacht to, you know, New Zealand, Australia, Japan. Right. You know. But that could be your home base, Honolulu, right. which is a great, great place. Trust me when I tell you. Stern won't be leaving Infinity anytime soon. A high-level, this is from Radio Business Report, a high-level source at Infinity tells us that as much as Howard Stern believes he's going to be pulled off his show, it won't be happening anytime in the near future. And in addition, Infinity will be defending him. He's not going to, going to satellite. First of all, he can't. He's under contract with us for two more years. So, I mean, it's not even an issue, and we're going to defend him, says their insider. It also turns out that we're not the only ones hearing the FCC will be cracking down on satellite radio indecency as well. Oh, brother, what did I tell you? Continue the infinity source, and you know what? The FCC will probably wind up with the satellite guys when this is all said and done. If there's any change in the rules, they're probably going to be regulated under our rules. So if anybody thinks that we can put some of these shows on satellite radio and start doing uh, the old stuff we were doing like two weeks ago, forget about it. Ain't going to happen. 
And they go on to observe, it says, good, Infinity plans to stand behind Howard. No matter what the FCC finds to find Stern, it'll pale in comparison to the money he's made and continues to make for the Viacom unit. When Howard realizes Infinity is going to stand behind him after all, he'll likely focus his ranting more on the FCC, Bush and right-wingers, and less on traditional radio. Stern said on his show yesterday he hopes his show gets pulled so he'd be free to travel around the country with anti-Bush and anti-right-wing voting rallies. Said Stern, a source of the FCC tells me that Michael Powell is freaking out right now. He realizes he still has to find me, but he knows it all could backfire for him and the Republicans. Says Stern should have no beef with Infinity for, uh, or anyone for that matter. He needed the publicity and could not have set himself up as the self-proclaimed king of radio, even if he dressed in drag and gave Chairman Powell a dozen roses. We've said it before, Zen Master Carmison's first call was probably to Clear Channel, thanking them for pulling Stern off the air. Yada, yada, yada. Well, at any rate. So he ain't going anywhere, except, of course, in South Florida. Is he coming back? No. No. 10-13 at 560 WQM. You go back to Canada, you Jew bastard. Hi, sir. Well, Disney just turned down an offer to sell off their theme parks. Michael Eisner didn't have to deal with all his remarks. He sold all the stockholders, the Comcast price was low. Wish the flow ran over him instead of poor Pluto. If Disney makes a deal with Comcast at the boardroom table, we'll see Mary Poppins round the clock on late night cable. It wasn't all that long ago when Michael was admired. But if Eisner was on The Apprentice, Trump would say you're fired. Turning down the offer makes Eisner look like a nimrod. It would be as big as the deal the Yanks did with A-Rod. I could use a bump in my Disney portfolio. Dividends would grow like the nose of Pinocchio. The denial borders on the obscene and egregious. How long can you last when you're depending on poor Regis? Eisner blew his chances, his real life got some rehearsal. Maybe he could go cross town and screw up Universal. 1019 at 560 WQA, and we got the Mad Dog at 2. We got the Humper back on the air. Nice going, Humper. <laughs> From 4 to 650. That was fun. Gets 10 minutes off for a good behavior because at 650 we had another Marlin game. Marlin's on deck at 650. Dodgers at the Marlin's in Jupiter, 705, followed by Eddie K. Now, here's a fax from Rick that says the biggest uh, joke of all time was the last, I can't read this, the latest, the last night on Channel 4. Can you read this? Last night on Channel 4. Al Sunshine. What mm-hmm. does that say before Al Sunshine? <laughs> Talk about how overeating is uh, Kelly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That would be like me giving you a lecture about how you're too fat. By the way, you're too fat. Oh, yeah, we got that story. I mean, it's just uh, the no McDonald's Al- thing. Al- the, salad, the salad at McDonald's got more fat than the cheeseburger. I'll take the cheeseburger, thank you, with no bun. Yeah, here's Al Sunshine uh, giving a, a lecturing the audience and w- waving his ham hocks, his big fat ham hocks. America is too fat and fat is killing us. Yeah, right. You tub of crap, you phony baloney. Can't stand that Al Sunshine. Makes me want to crap. All I've got to do is think about him. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I want to uh, add a pound to your poll. Yes, sir. How about uh, Tampa? F Tampa. <laughs> Stockholm, Sweden, says Dave, the uh, Swedish cop. Stockholm. Now, it's funny because I was looking at that Linda Blair picture again. I never realized that she was so well... She's endowed. 
endowed. She's talented. She's part of the endowment for the parts. Bursting forth with talent. I wonder if the spirit of Christ had anything to do with that, because he waved that magic wand, and all of a sudden, man, wow. Speaking of Linda Blair. Yes? I'd like to say that it's my favorite new thing on the website today, but it's not. Oh, you want to talk about Dancing Bush? Shouldn't we? We've got El Presidente, the Dancing uh, Bush, Meister. It's a beautiful thing. You can have uh, fun for hours with that, baby. And the best part of it is you can, like, uh, create your own uh, ambiance there. Just crank up the music, and uh, you have the, the disco lights or just the regular floor lights. <laughs> it's, I'm a little uh, disappointed they don't have a rave club option. Yeah, well, that's coming next week, I think. The They're just raving sticks. about the dancing bush as he dances his way right out of the White House, right out there down Pennsylvania Avenue, never to be seen again. Right back to Crawford, Texas with his 10-gallon hat. Bye-bye, Bushmeister. Press the and the pacifier will appear on his uh, mouth. Let's see. What do we got so far here on the list? Honolulu, 16. Good choice, George. New York, 15. Miami, 5. Amsterdam, 4. Toronto, 3. I voted for Toronto. I love it here. Rome, 2. And Stockholm, a 0 out of 45. But we're just getting this list going. Now, I got some very, a little teeny tiny bit of good news. Nothing too exciting. Remember I told you about how spineless the radio industry is? Yeah. It is. But, KCJJ, Iowa City, Iowa, an expanded band AM station, in other words, it's like a 1900 on a dial, something like that, owned by Steve Bridges, will preempt its talk and hot AC programming mix from 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. tomorrow to wear messages urging listeners to contact the FCC's commissioners and those in Congress representing Eastern Iowa to voice their displeasure with the current climate attacking the fundamental principles of free speech and choice, Bridges says. This this is, uh, you know, it's too bad it's on a little podunk station in a little podunk town in Iowa City, but, I mean, this is what broadcasters ought to be doing all over America, including us. Whether right. you like Howard Stern or not, and that station doesn't carry the show, 18 million people do, he says. Clear Channel's got every right to cancel it on their stations, but the government has no right to threaten others who deem it appropriate. It should be left up to the communities they serve. KCJJ carries the Westwood One syndicated Don and Mike program and today's best music the rest of the day. How do you like that? They carry Don and Mike. Don and Mike uh, blow. No kidding. But nevertheless, I I, I, I got to tip my hat. That is one of the fine things I've ever read in my life. One little podunk station in Iowa. Mm -hmm. That's about 2430 on your AM dial. Inspiring, ain't it? It is. It is. Here's a guy with some balls who says, uh, you know, the current climate attacking the fundamental principles of free speech and choice is uh, not acceptable, and we want you to write to the FCC and send them telegrams and letters. And uh, your mama, we're going to put something on our website. We'll put a little thing together for you, okay? Okay. So our audience can do that. Don't you think that's a great idea? It's an excellent idea. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. What about Cuba? <laughs> what about it? We'll see you there. George has got a whole bunch of tires out back, back behind a QM building. I got my Hello. old inner tube. I saved it. Got a couple leaky old inner tubes that he brought in with him. He'll loan you one no, real cheap. It's not leaky, man. It's tight. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless lines. Interesting about this audience today is that every time that I'm ready to uh, take some more <laughs> names for the list, you see what I'm saying? I know. Ringing off the hook like crazy Sorry. when I've got other fish to fry here, and then as soon as I'm ready to uh, take, we got the uh, nerds, you know. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, could you please uh, put Nassau Bahamas on that, uh, no, Paradise Island Bahamas on that list, please. Nassau Bahamas. Okay, you got it, yeah, Von. Yeah, yeah Ma. Okay. Have a good time there, because I sure ain't going there. Nassau Bahamas. Oy vey. Well, I guess if uh, you're one of those people, you know, if you're an American and you go there, they'll treat you like crap and just 
bleed every dime you got out of your pocket. They'll squeeze it out of you. WQAM, hello. Naples, Florida. <laughs> All right, put it on there. I think that guy might have been serious. That was one of the Beasleys, I think. You could tell by the sound of his finger deep inside that right nostril. Couldn't you tell? Yeah. Here's a fax from Ray, one of our regular faxers, who says, I've been down here since 1988 from Chicago. My previous radio god was Larry Lujak. An excellent choice, the great Larry Lujak, which too bad we can't play those bits anymore, especially the one about the squirrel, you know? Oh, that's too bad. What is that under? Your Lujak. Uncle Larry and little Tommy. Oh, no, we can't play that. Nope. At any rate, it says, but toward the end of his career, one could tell he was tired and his time on the airwaves was about to end. You, on the other hand, have never been sharper and you're... Boy, what a uh, what suction coming from this page, Ray. And your program is very useful as a forum for thought-provoking ideas, questions, and answers. It makes me think and research what the hell is going on. I guess I've turned into a news junkie. We're a little bit too newsy, I think. Reading papers around the world to get the real perspective on what the hell is going on here. It's tough to take things at face value no more. People seem to think that repression of freedoms is a good thing if it happens to somebody else, not realizing that they will be next. I told my kids to read Animal Farm in 1984 to get an idea of what's happening around them. Ray. Nice going, Ray. Keep it up, sweetheart. We need more people like you. Care about things that really matter as opposed to caca. Oh, by the way, I'll tell you something that matters. Lee Boyd Malvo is going to get sentenced yeah. today. Just son. And the reason why this is even more significant than John Mohammed, who got the death penalty yesterday, is because this, of course, uh, the bleeding hearts... I'm all bent out of shape about, uh, you know, minors and the death penalty and how this is going to set a bad example. And they just had Kindle Coffee on there from CNN drinking his coffee. And pop, 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 beep, you know, he's going to be the poster child for, uh, I'm sorry, all you liberal, bleeding heart liberals. As much of a liberal as I am, this is one issue where I separate with you. The crime has got to fit the punishment and it's got to fit the society in which it takes place. And since you're dealing with a barbaric, violent society where life is as cheap as Pez, I think that uh, somebody needs to send a message. You know what I'm talking about? Like Joey Zaza needs to send a message. What are you talking about? Oh, look at this. Malvo formally sentenced to life in prison, no parole. Damn it. He said that he and uh, Mr. Malvo had read all the victim impact statements and that they were very mindful of the pain of the families in this case. Uh, he said, from our perspective, we see this as an additional tragedy. Lee knows he has much to face and much to Also find $100,000 in each of two counts. I'm sure he's going to be paying that real soon. <laughs> Then Robert Haran spoke. He is the prosecutor in this case. Uh, he noted that the jury had found aggravating factors in the case of Lee Malvo, that they had found that he posed future dangerousness. Life in prison, no parole, but the good news is he may be tried on other sniper shootings. See, this was just one. Right. So they might try him again for other uh, sniper shootings. And maybe after a few more convictions, they might say, finally... Force Radio 560 QAM. It took a hell of a man to take my hand, but it sure didn't take him long. <laughs> I like that, yeah. She ain't much to see, but she looks good through the bottom of a glass. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. That's a good one. I wouldn't take you to a dog fight, even if I thought you could win. <laughs> Don't cry down my back, baby. You might rust my spurs. <laughs> if fingerprints showed up on skin, I wonder whose I'd find on you. <laughs> Here's a good one. If you get the feeling that I don't love you, feel again. <laughs> Here's one. Obviously, there's some guy singing this song, and he's in some uh, cheap 
floozy's bedroom at the time. I'm ashamed to be here, but not ashamed enough to leave. (laughs) That kind of sums up our situation here at WLS, too. Ashamed to be here, but not ashamed enough to leave. We'll just take the money. Thank you. I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart. (laughs) Oh, I want to hear it. You really wonder about guys who write lyrics like this, you know, how much drinking they've been doing. It's the bottle against the Bible and the battle for daddy's soul. (laughs) Here's one I really like. It's commode hugging time in the valley. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to keep the beer real cold, put it next to my ex-wife's heart. My wife ran off with my best friend, and I miss him. <laughs> 26 to 11 at 560 WQM. Good old Larry Lujak. Boy, he was sure good uh, how many years ago? About 30, man. He was great. Anyway, somebody suggests as the city, if they were loaded with cash that they would live in, Andorra La Vella. Did you ever hear that? Sure. You did? It's right there in Spain and France on the border. <laughs> it's the world's smallest country. That's the only reason I know about it. Right. You really had heard about it before this fact? Sure, since I was a little kid. What's the world's smallest country? Andorra on the border of... Uh, it says, I know, never heard of it. Well, I didn't. It's a city that's part of the small Pyrenees mountain country of Andorra, situated on the French-Spanish border north of Barcelona. Si. I've visited Andorra frequently on business and vacation. Just a beautiful place, no taxes, great banking laws, international connections, beautiful geography, friendly people, fantastic restaurants, shopping outdoor activity and culture. And there's even a website they got here to check it out for more. Population about 65,000 in the entire country. No airport access, but rail system connecting to major nearby airports. Uh, multilingual and cultural. Spanish, French, English, Catalan. P.S. Don't tell anybody about it. That would spoil it for me or you. Andorra La Vella. And somebody also says Lake Tahoe, Nevada. That's a beautiful place. You ever been there? No. Well, I would suggest you, you might go there. One day. Don't get lost, though, in the mountains on your drive through uh, California. I have a GPS. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T. They're using GPSs. I was reading this morning on Yahoo, which it's not worth talking about it on here. In uh, Holland now, in Amsterdam, they're using GPS systems to track stolen bicycles. Good. Does that give you an idea of? Uh, well, there are a lot of bikers there. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. A lot of biker bars too. Hundred eleven votes on a poll so far. If you had tons of cash, what one city would you choose to live in? Honolulu, thirty-seven. New York, 25, Miami, 17, and, of course, when we say Miami, we mean South Florida, you know. Right. Could be Fort Lauderdale. Could be Sweetwater. Could be Pembroke Pines. Could be uh, Sunrise. Overtown. Liberty City. Opelika. Miami, 17. Toronto, 12, eh? Amsterdam, 9. Rome, 6. Roma. Oh, I love Roma. Stockholm, 3. Naples, 2. And Nassau, the Bahamas. Hey, if we're going to put it on there for you, man, you better vote for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, if we're going to put it on the pool, you better, uh, you know, have... Bonnie! Yeah, go <laughs> go steal a computer or something. <laughs> the hell was that? Fred, I think. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, um, 
two things. One, if I could uh, afford it, I'd like to live on, on Dunn's River in Jamaica. Jamaica, man, okay. And second, uh, as far as everything that's going on in the world with our freedoms and everything, I do to a point of fas fas fascism. But on the on the big picture, and I'm no conspirator. Um, man, I can't even talk today. That's but, okay. I can't. Um, I think this is all headed for a one-world government. I think that's why we're trying to take Iraq because we want to get um, a stronghold over on that side of the world and. Not now, but sometime, I think it's in the next 300 years, it's all going to be one big government. Just take over the whole damn world. There you go. And the big businesses, because you're going to have a few businesses, one government, one There's only going to be ten businesses and one government. I think you got your thumb on it, and thank God we won't be here. All right, Neil, it's still good to hear you, man. Bye. Good luck to you, Pally. Thank you. Good. That we won't be here, except, of course, for you real healthy people who will be living to five, six hundred. I think 90 is old enough. <laughs> Senators move forward on tougher indecency standards. This is just makes me my, makes my bowels twitch. A Senate panel yesterday paved the way for a broad crackdown on offensive radio and television programming, including extending stiff fines to artists, limiting violence, and temporarily preventing broadcasters from owning more stations until at least that's a good part until potential links between media consolidation and indecency on airwaves can be studied. See, they, they're doing that for the wrong reason. It's not the link between indecency and um, uh, consolidation. That's not the problem. The problem is consolidation and having no choices. That's the problem. Creating monopolies. Destroying the business for those people inside of it, outside of it, and uh, in, in on top of it. That's the problem. But don't confuse the Senate with that. The series of votes by the Senate Commerce Committee could sharply raise the stakes for the entertainment industry <laughs> in the wake of the big Janet and uh, Justin Flapp. The incident sparked swift condemnation and investigations by the FCC, and the bills are rapidly advancing in both the House and Senate. Of course, you notice how fast they move on something like this? Anything important, man, the budget, I mean, you name it, education, they uh, argue and they uh, d drag their feet and they uh, dilly-dally and uh, dick around. But not here. They're moving like lightning, like grease, like the Tampa Bay lightning. In both the House and Senate, to strengthen the FCC's hand as the overseer of broadcast licenses, Following the lead of the House Energy and Commerce Committee earlier this month, the Senate panel approved increasing potential fines for indecency tenfold from the current $27,500 to a maximum of $275,000 for a first-time offense by broadcaster. The fines can then escalate to $375,000 for a second violation and $500,000 for further incidents, but with a limit of $3 million in any 24-hour period. And that, that, that's good. <laughs> But the Senate panel added several new provisions that push well past the House bill, setting up potentially contentious negotiations between the two bodies. Under uh, provisions passed by the panel, the FCC can double fines for indecent, obscene, or profane, profane languages or images when the offending program was scripted or planned in advance, or if the audience was unusually large, such as for national or international sporting or awards event. Now, that's kind of uh, hypocritical, it sounds like to me, because on the one hand, the FCC says, oh, even if you're number one with a 90 share, uh, that doesn't get you off the hook. But if we're going to punish you and you got a big audience, then it just gives us an excuse to stick it to you even more. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Pile of crap. That would encompass entertainment award shows during which artists have uttered expletives. The bill approved by the panel also would give the FCC the ability to impose the same fines on artists as it can impose on broadcasters if the on-the-air talent willfully used indecent or profane language or images when they knew it would be broadcast. And the bill would direct the FCC to develop rules for controlling violent program during hours when children are likely to be tuned in and hold your breath for that. <laughs>
high and low. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm a Catholic. Men over 40 are waking up to a surprising fact. Uh, oh, my God. I'm sleeping with an old woman. I'm your wife. And you're old. I'm the same age as you. No, you're old. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm having a heart attack. Oh. Doctors recommend their low-dose aspirin as part of a routine to help prevent a heart attack. Help. You can drive yourself to the freaking hospital. Trust your heart to bear. 1045 at 560. So anyway, the people at Radio Business Report, shame on you. It's a good thing I just continued perusing the rest of the story from uh, the Washington Post about the uh, Senate Commerce Committee. Yeah. You want to know why? Why? See, th this is what the media does. Even the prestigious, or at least used to be prestigious, Washington Post. And this story about the indecency standards and what the Senate Commerce Committee did yesterday in the very last paragraph, which I hadn't even read yet. You know, why even waste your time with the last paragraph, right? Sure. Why not? It says, by a narrow 12 to 11 vote, the committee defeated a provision that would have extended the FCC oversight provisions of indecency and violence to cable and satellite programming, except for pay-per-view channels such as HB. Oh! I'm going to read that again. Could you? See, and in the meantime, Radio Business Report is quoting, they're, they're so obsessed with their source inside Infinity about, well, Howard can't go on satellite, because first of all, he's got two years left on this contract, and secondly, the FCC is going to regulate uh, satellite radio according to our rules. Well, guess what? Now, came damn close, though. It's pretty scary. Almost as scary as that grotesque hit by Todd Bertuzzi on Steve Moore. Todd Bertuzzi, kick him out of the game. You're pretty upset about that, aren't you? I'm livid. Todd Bertuzzi's uh, in Toronto today, as a matter of fact. They're holding a hearing. They ought to let Ty Domi have a few swings at him, or maybe Donald Brashear. At any rate, by a narrow 12 to 11 vote, the committee defeated a provision that would have extended the FCC oversight provisions of indecency and violence to cable and satellite programming except for pay-per-view channels such as HB. Oh! So that's good. That's at least one little bit uh, good news, at least for the time being. But look at that. 12 to 11 vote. Look how close they came. Is that incredible? Incredible. So, in other words, uh, think of some of the channels that they have other than pay-per-view on cable. That they have, that they use all kinds of language. I mean, uh, they're well, saying, huh? saying pay-per-view, but uh, HBO is like premium channels. I, mean, I think that's what they mean by that. Yeah. Pay-per-view is those, like the Tyson fights and all those. Well, no, uh, but in other words, you have to pay extra is what they're trying right, to say. A premium I channel, whatever you want to define. But how about some that are part of the basic package? MTV, uh, VH1. Uh, the Food Network. The freaking Food Network? The food Channel. If they, if they would have regulated right. the Food Network, could Emerald could have said, ban no more. Comedy Central, where they did say the S word on South Park. Oh, no. Know. Comedy Central? Mm-hmm. You have to be kidding. Oh, Jesus, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. That is scary. But anyway, the, that, that lost. 5670560. Let's get a whole bunch more names for our poll here so that it has some meat to it. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. You know, I know that after I hang up, George is going to have bad things to say about me, but I'll tell you what. Okay, good. Then I'll just hang up on you first. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. See, when you start a call like that, it's a, it's a death wish, right? It's either oh, one of those regular it. chronics that wants to rip you an ass, which, uh, quite frankly, gets really boring after a while. If you don't like George, don't listen to him. You know, hate him like poison. Get a voodoo doll. Do whatever you like. But when you start on a call like that, it's like uh, you have nothing to say, basically. If you had tons of cash, what one city in the world would you choose to live in? What would be your home base? Honolulu, 51. 
a beautiful place, Magnifico. New York, 31. New York, Miami, yeah. 25. Toronto, 15. Amsterdam, 12. Rome, uh, Toronto, 17, like I said. Amsterdam, 12. Rome, 10. Naples, 7. That's Naples, Florida, which I find most <laughs> amusing. Although certainly nobody would voluntarily live in Naples, Italy, would they? Not from what I'm hearing. I've never been there, and I'm not going. I hear it's nothing but schleppers and uh, really nasty. Uh, Stockholm, 5. See, let me ask you one thing. One for Nassau, one for Andorra La Vella, and one for Jamaica. Uh, Stockholm is so far north, you know, the Scandinavian countries. Now, generally, like in Amsterdam, the people are very pasty, very white-complected, like the Brits and the Irish and the Scottish. Right. And all those other very silly people on the British Isles. Very pasty-complected because they never get in no sunshine. Right, except for those rosy red cheeks. But, like in Denmark and uh, in Helsinki, Finland, and in uh, Stockholm, uh, the people aren't complected like that. They're like, uh, they're just beautiful people. They have magnificent, uh, skin coloring. And well, you've seen all the Swedish models, of course. Sure. I know some and I'm Swedish. not just talking about makeup. I'm just talking, uh, their natural, uh, flesh color. I knew a Finn too, and she was pasty. A pasty Finn? Yeah. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Body goes uh, WQAM, hello. Yes, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, okay. Nice place to visit, but uh, this guy wants to live there. We'll put it on there. We'll humor you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT. Now, did you say a fin wearing pasties? I don't think you can, you can say that no. no more. Better check with the Muffmeister, okay? For uh, see if it's on the list. not anymore either, so stop it. WQM, hello. Neil! Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing today? Okay. All right. Um, well, uh, just calling to add to the poll and say some nice things to you. One place I'd, I'd love to live, uh, St. John's, Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands. You ever been there? No. Let me tell you something, Mitzi. Out of all the places in the Caribbean, St. St. John's, St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. How many How many white people live in uh, St. Thomas? About 30, man. There's actually a few. There's a lot of Americans. Who, I mean, it's an American, you know, uh, nation. But um, there's a lot, actually a lot of uh, white people, a lot of nice people in general. Lots of pot, George, too. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, so anyway, put me down for that one. It's absolutely great. Okay, another thing I just wanted to, to, um, to mention. Oh, yeah, I happen to be a, a tan Dutch boy here. Pretty rare, huh? Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah, George knows that. Hello? Go ahead. Your phone's crapping out. One thing I want to add, about, uh, amongst all the wonderful things I love that you provide on, on this program, is whenever you clear your throat. Hello? Yeah. When you clear your throat on the air, I just yeah. love it. The, uh, uh, I love that you don't mute it or you don't cover your mouth. You just hawk up a lung right on the air. Right, I, that's right. It's fantastic. Well, they haven't banned that yet. We'll wait for the new for the uh, new regulations to come out. Have a great life, Pally. Keep it going, Neil. Totsins. Totsins. Dewey. Oh, let's see. Here's a fact. It says, please put San Francisco on your poll, okay? I don't like it there, but this uh, particular person does. I can't stand San Francisco. It's windy and cold and nasty and too many of those clones running around. You know what I mean? <laughs> they all have that same fruity, mustachioed look. I mean, more power to them, you know, power to the people, yada, yada. I don't like it there. P.S. Yesterday I voted with my heart when I voted for Kucinich. In November I'll vote with my head for Kerry when we say adios once and for all to W. Nice job. I got the uh, numbers here, which I uh, will get to them. I don't want to spend much time on it because nobody showed up anyway. About 17% in Broward and Palm Beach. Only 13% showed up to bother to vote in Dade County. And you want to know why that is? Why is that? They're too busy practicing calling this show going, Maricon! Bugarron! That's, that's their thing, you know? 
Plus, I'll tell you one thing that would have brought him to the polls if that person would have been on the uh, ballot yesterday. But yeah. wasn't. What no, I'll, I'll give you 500 guesses. I am Celia Cruz oh. and I am dead now. If Celia would have been on there, Dade County would have been, there would have been just massive numbers showing up. I'm surprised. Some really strange numbers, too. Yeah, write in Celia Cruz next time you have an election that you don't want to go to. 13% voter turnout in Dade. Now, let's see. How did the Kerry had 80.6% in Dade County? Edward 6.3, Sharpton 4.3, Howard Dean 2.6, Jew Lieberman 1.9%, Dennis Kucinich 1.4, Wesley Clark 1.3, Carol Mosley Brown 1.2, and Dick Ebhardt only a half a percent. Only 256 people voted for Dick in uh, Dade County. In Broward, Broward! 17% voter turnout, a little bit better, nothing spectacular, because uh, why, you know, it's too bad that Edwards had dropped out before the Florida primary. It would have been interesting to see how many people bothered to vote. In Broward County, Carol Mosley Brown, 1%. West Clark, 1.3%. Howard Dean, 2.3%. John Edwards, 6.7%. Dick Gebhardt, 0.77%. Wow, he nobody likes uh, Dick. John Kerry, 80.89%. Kucinich, 1.39%. Lieberman, 3.13%. Some old Jews in Sunrise Oy. went out and voted for Jew Lieberman. Oy. And Al Sharpton, 2.45%. And in Palm Beach County, last and certainly least, 17.21% voter turnout yesterday. Carol Mosley Brown at half of a percent. Wesley Clark, uh, nine-tenths of a percent. Small potatoes. Howard Dean, 2.26%. John Edwards, 5.62. Dick Ebhardt, again, only about 0.55%. 425 people in Palm Beach, and they probably thought they were voting for Pat Buchanan. John Kerry, 85.29%. How do you like that? In Palm Beach. As these people don't want to make the same mistake again they did four years ago. Dennis Kucinich, 1.33%. Jew Lieberman, Oy. only 1.74%. And Al Sharpton, 1.76%. And there you go. Don't you think it's kind of a waste of time, really? When I mean, why do they do that? And like Bush, like the Republicans, they're having their thing. Well, Bush has got it locked up now. <laughs> There's nobody running against him. What's the point? WQAM, Hello. Stole my thunder. I was going to say Pat Buchanan somehow got 5,000 votes in Palm Beach. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Practice <laughs> makes perfect. Listen, I, I, you know, I have uh, watched the career of Bill Maher for a while, and uh, oh. I still don't care for him, but he made a cool <laughs> comment on Friday night. Yeah. He said that Ashcroft was in the hospital. He got infected from wiping his butt with a Bill of Rights. That's beautiful. I like that. I think it's very... Oh, yeah, Bill Maher says a lot of the right things. I just can't stand him. I just wish somebody else was saying it because he just makes me ill. Exactly. And Carlin's going to, it's the last show for a while. Carlin's going to be on Friday night. I'm looking forward to that. He's going to be uh, on where? Carlin's going to be on Maher's show on Friday night. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, you're going to be hearing a lot of those. You're not on that. HBO, you're not. Oh, that's right, HBO. Yes. Thank God for HBO. Oh! Yeah, amen. Isn't it amazing how, uh, you know, for whatever, 15 bucks a month, they do everything right on that network. The movies are better. The news is better. The sports is better. Right. It's, it's amazing. Well, listen, to you to good, I didn't get to talk to you. I'm a leap year baby, and your anniversary is March 1st, and I consider you a special gift to me every year. So. Well, uh, thanks for the suck job. Thank you, Pally. Thank you. See ya. And happy birthday. 1056 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 2, the Humper at 4, Marlins on deck at 650, the Dodgers and the Marlins in Jupiter, 705. Eddie K at 10 tonight and live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hey, it's Howard. Howard David. Freedom, 
Absolutely. Eleven oh one at five sixty WQM. We got two hundred and twenty votes. Pretty weak on our uh, poll, but that's because we haven't added a lot of names on there yet. We'll get around to it or not. We'll see. If you had tons of cash, what one city would you choose to be in? Honolulu sixty one, New York forty three, Miami twenty nine, Toronto nineteen, Amsterdam sixteen, Rome sixteen, Naples. That's Na- we should put Naples, Florida. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, Eric, you know, he's up there in Orlando, so he's a Florida boy, so he's you know familiar with the. Uh, all these little hick town, I mean, beautiful places in Florida. But uh, Naples, Florida, because some people might look at that the first time and think, oh, Napoli, Naples, Italia, you know, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Stockholm 6, San Francisco 5, I'm shocked. Andorra La Vella 4, Virgin Islands 4, Jamaica 2, Las Vegas 2, and Nassau has got a pair out of 224 votes. Now, why did you email me this thing with the, is this like to kill a show someday? Exactly. The 100 most often mispronounced words and phrases in English. Some of them are obvious and some of them are uh, are not. Just a, a thing. You mean like axe? Yeah, obviously. Boy, if there's anything that really just frosts my ass, it's when anybody says, can I ask you something? Let me ask you a question. Can I ask you your head? It says, this mispronunciation has been around for so long that linguist Mark Aronoff thinks we should cherish it as part of our linguistic heritage and most of us would give the X to X, A-X-E to A-K-S. Athlete. Yeah. I like these. These are mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. But we don't want to get sidetracked on this, do we? No, no, for some uh, reason. we day. need like dozens and dozens more names on that list. We've got to pump up that total. Of course, main reason you want to go to our website today is check out the lovely picture in the beaded curtain section of Linda Blair. Just really shocked the hell out of me. WQAM, Hello. Hey, how about uh, Vancouver for your list? How about a beautiful place, they say. Yes. Best Whistler weed in North America, man. I beg your pardon? <laughs> this is a delay on the phone. How about Whistler in particular? Whistler, B.C. Okay, that's where they got the really good weed. Okay, Pally, see you around, eh? Vancouver, British Columbia. Let's get that on there, okay? In spite of that Todd Bertuzzi creep. Hey, we hate you, Todd. You're a goon, man. We hate your guts. Hope they suspend your ass for like five years. WQM, the unctuous line nine. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Oh, you're screaming. <clears throat> Screamless. Neil? Yes? No. Okay, it's not Neil. It's, uh, oh, hey, Neil. Okay, okay. I had to hear you talk a little more. Sorry. Okay. Hi. Hi. Oh, Linda Blair rhymes with, you know. Um, that's a nice P- picture. Pubic hair. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. You, I, when I first tuned in, you were talking about Don and Mike. Right. What was, what were you saying about? I um, said, Don and Mike, uh, blow. He, That's what I said. He did, um, Neil, um, what's the Gilbert doesn't know anything about Don and Mike. I'm sure he's never heard them. They, yeah, I wish. Don and could. Mike used to be on WIOD. He's heard them. We all have heard them. They suck and have a nice day. Uh, the thing about Don and Mike was that Casey, I'm glad he mentioned that though again because I want to keep repeating this as often as I can. I might motivate somebody somewhere to pick up on this. Casey, what, where did I get this from? Mm. Oh, Radio and Records today. KCJJ, Iowa City, Iowa, an expanded band AM station owned by Steve Bridges, will preempt its talk and hot AC programming mix tomorrow, 5 in the morning till 6 p.m. To air messages urging listeners to contact the FCC's commissioners and those in Congress, 
representing Eastern Iowa, to voice their displeasure with the current climate attacking the fundamental principles of free speech and choice. Bridges says, whether you like Howard Stern or not, and we don't carry the show, 18 million people do. Clear Channel has every right to cancel it on their stations, but the government has no right to threaten others who deem it appropriate. It should be left up to the communities they serve. KCJJ carries the Westwood One syndicated down in my program and today's best music the rest of the day. And I tip my hat if I were wearing one. I tip my beanie. I tip my headgear to a KCJJ in Iowa City. It's a, it's a gutsy, ballsy thing, man. Unfortunately, do you think anybody else is going to be doing that? No. No way. No way. we got money to make. we got bigger fish to fry. Spineless, gutless bunch of cowards. That's my colleagues in the broadcast industry. Bunch of spineless jellyfish. WQAM, hello. God, what was that guy smoking? Just want to say George is gay. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Uncle Neil? A little bit of a spy report. Do you know you have one of those folding billboards? Yeah. Over on Hallandale? Yes, sir. Okay, have a good day, sir. And thanks so much. Yeah, we got billboards all over the place. We got billboards up the old uh, nostril. Rectum? No, we can't say that. All over the place. We got some billboards. Nice going, Greg. But of course, uh, you know, he'd like Humpty Dumpty again after he breaks all the pieces uh, all over the place. All of it. you see the egg. If you're driving around South Florida, you'll see pieces of egg. Some of those pieces of egg are on Greg's face, of course. And the other pieces are just all over, just littered along the landscape. You'll see them. That's the QAM egg that Greg broke into a zillion pieces, like Humpty Dumpty. Ever see Humpty Dumpty and Greg together? Well, same person. Eggy. WQAM, hello. Hey, hey, Neil. Yes, Neil. Uh, how about no one voting for Cuba? Put me down for Cuba. The girls are cheap. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, two words I, I uh, that uh, I don't like is when people say irregardless. Which mm -hmm. isn't even a word. Oh, wait a I, I wonder if that's on this list. Let me see if I can find it. That's on another list of words that don't really exist. That oh. doesn't exist. And when somebody says, all's I'm saying. Yeah, all's, <laughs> all's, all's I'm saying. Yeah, I love God, that. God, I hate that. Uh-huh. Hey, uh... Oh, yeah, it's on here. Irregardless is instead of regardless. <laughs> it says, less already says without, so there's no need to repeat the same sentiment with ear. As an irritate. Oh, God, I, I, you know, the thing about axe is when somebody, all I'm saying is uh, cringe. Well, see, that axe thing used to be a uh, a black thing, but now it's also a, um, a, a Rican thing, I guess. And uh, Julio, I don't know, all kinds of uh, people who aren't well-educated uh, say axe. Can I ask you something? Even white people say it, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, uh, Neil, it's so funny. You know, you watch movies that are set in the future, and you see how the government is controlling them and, and all and everything. And, and, you, and years ago, you might laugh and say, uh, that's crazy. But now it, it's so coming true. It, and in 1984, you know, you just can't believe what you're seeing, what's going on. And, and I can't believe how passive the public is. I mean, no matter what it is, the public just sits back, and whatever the media tells them they should be concerned about, that's what they get all whipped up about, you know, Martha Stewart and all this other crap. And, and, and while their freedoms are being taken away, they're, like, uh, oblivious. Well, I don't know if you heard Howard this morning, but he was... Uh, you know, he was almost giving up, and then he wants to fight back, and he, he just feels that there's nothing that he can do. He just feels his hands are so tied yeah. that uh, they, they, they're going to get him regardless, you know, regardless of what he, uh, regardless of uh, what he, um, what he does. And it's a shame, and it's going to happen to everybody, and uh, going to be left with. Uh, no, you it's, know, it's not going to happen to everybody. It's not going to happen to everybody. That's where I differ with you. It's going to happen to those people who are too stupid and stubborn 
right. to understand what you, you see. If you're driving down a highway, if you're driving down I-75 or whatever 95, and you see 40 radar cops, okay, and they got you, all of them got their radar guns pointed at the traffic. If you have any brains, <coughs> you're going to slow down to the speed limit right. until you get out of that situation. See what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. But if you want to be stubborn and say, well, I'm driving a Lamborghini, man. i got a really hot, fast car here. I'm going to show them. Well, then it's just no, no question about it. They're going to nail your ass. So that, that's, you know, there are times when you use your brain, and there are other times when you want to be stubborn. Hey, Neil. Uh, yes, sir. Another, uh, for your poll, uh, I'm, I'm looking to uh, buy a place in Mallorca, Spain. So uh, Spain be beautiful there. So I think that's a nice place. Uh... Okay, good luck to you. I'll see you there, Pally. Yeah, okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Mallorca, M-A-J-O-R-C-K-C-A. What did I just say? M A J A Mallorca. M A J O R C K C A. <laughs> Why can't I say that? I don't know. God, I must be catching it from this list that you sent me. I'm a fairly illiterate guy. A regular. If you had tons of cash in one, what city? Uh, what do you choose to live in? Honolulu 68, New York 46, Miami 33, Toronto 22, Amsterdam 21, Roma 17, Naples, Florida. That is uh, 15. Naples, Florida. Can you change that, Josh, or does Eric have to do that? Yeah, I'll take care of it. Take care of it, please. Uh, let's see. Where the hell am I? San Francisco, 10. Virgin Islands, 9. Vegas, 8. Eh. Stockholm, 6. Andorra, La Vella, 4. Jamaica, 3. Nassau, 2. Vancouver and Mallorca, 0. Uh, why do so many people... And I, I went through that phase. I thought, oh, I sure love to live in Vegas. I even started looking, you know, at prices of property and all that crap. Why would you want to live in Vegas? I don't know. I don't understand people who want to live in, like, Phoenix, Vegas, the desert. Well, I mean, forgetting about that, I mean, the weather doesn't bother me. When it's 115, it doesn't feel more than, like, oh, 110 no, or 12. Dry, right. Dry. But, well, that, that part of it does get to you. There's a lot to do what? there. There you go. Oh, that's right. You're going there. Oh, I've been there, but, yeah, I'm going back. Oh, no, I know there's a lot to do there, but other than gamble and eat, and maybe get laid, which you can do anyway. No, oh, get out of here! The shows. Well, what, yeah, what? Name me a show that you went to in Vegas. Well, I was going to go to the Topless Magic Show, but somebody that I was there with didn't want to. I see. I went to see Luis Miguel at Caesars. He was great, but I also saw Luis Miguel in Miami, so I didn't really oh. need to go to Vegas to see Luis Miguel. You know what? I did see the uh, Lance Burton Magic Act before he was all uh, big. Yeah. Oh, guess who's going home? Roy is going home with the skull. With a little uh, beaded uh, skull, yeah. I heard they put a hinge on it. No, seriously, he's going home. He's walking a little bit. He's shuffling around. Good old Roy. So before long, he'll be uh, doing it with the uh, big cats again. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQM. If you're in a dead-end job, if you're underpaid and overworked and you'd like to get a new high-paying career, but you don't have the cash or the time to waste four years on college, here's the answer for you. It's not as difficult as you might think. All you have to do is make one easy phone call to our good, close, personal friends at Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. These folks can have you trained and certified for a brand-new high-paying computer network professional career in as short a time as four months. By July, you can be fully trained and ready for a brand-new career. Fast Train offers day, evening, weekend classes to fit around your schedule. They offer you job placement assistance, even financial aid to people who qualify. Fast Train's got seven Florida locations, so there's bound to be one nearby you, too. So don't delay. If you're really tired of working for peanuts and having no life and no cash, pick up the phone and change that situation right now by calling Fast Train because in just four short months you can be on your way to a new high-paying computer career. Check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com and then make that call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. My, my, my. 
and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. It stinks in Miami town. At 560 WQAM. Hello, this is Michael Powell, son of Colin Powell, who helped to send me to this lofty position through certain political favors. I'd like to take this moment to talk about the filth that we hear on the radio airwaves. And someday I might even turn the radio on to hear it myself. So I announce from this moment on, all radio broadcasters other than Clear Channel Corporation, not adhering to the dictums handed down by the holy ones of the Saudi Bush royalty, lords and givers of life. Father and son, amen. Will be stripped naked and medically sewn together by Dr. Laura Mengele to a Jewish child. I urge you to stop this dissenter filth. This message paid for by unaware Republicans and the Nazi bowel movement. 1117 at 560 WQM Vancouver got a vote. Tracy and Kendall says she wants to nominate Pacific Beach or if too specific, which it is, San Diego, California. Let's put San Diego on there. I hear it's uh, beauteous. Yeah. Nice climate. What? You don't like it? No, I've heard good things. I've just never been there. Well, I've never been there either, so let's uh, take Tracy's word for it. She says they showed Hank eating at the arena during the, during the heat game last night. Cut it out, Humper! <laughs> Enough of the eating already. He should heed your that warning and put down the fork, says Tracy. Uh, she wants to make a shameless request. Could you please play the bit where the kid does your show? I'm afraid she's talking about young Neo, isn't she? Oh, God. That must be what she's talking about, must right? Be. Well, I guess what. Well. And then she also says, in, in honor of our great, good, departed friend. Party. Yeah. The late fat Don Cox. See, he was fat too. Right. Drinking. Uh what? Don't be attacking dead people, okay? I'm That's not attacking bad. them. For those of you who are fat and drinking, you're gonna die. And you fat who aren't drinking are gonna die too. Anthony says Jamaica, a town called Mandeville. I thought he played hockey from uh used to uh, be in Cornell and the Leafs in the St. Louis. Kurt Mandeville. At any rate, Jamaica's close enough, Anthony. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I'm listening to you talking about the asking and accent, and, and I remember one one year the uh, great mayor Ed Koch and mentioned about teaching our children how to say ass instead of act, and mm-hmm. he was ripped a new one by all minority groups. Really. But we, but we graduated to yo, yo, yo. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying? Can you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Neil, I'll see you at the border. Let me, let me ask you one question. Go ahead. What's up? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. And of course, well, we've gone beyond that. And how long was that big? About five minutes, and then it became right. what up? What up? And now if you say what up, you're obviously just somebody trying to be cool. So don't bother with any of this crap unless you're one of them. You know and I mean? also just say sup. Yeah, so, yeah, but that was like, uh, how many seconds did that last? About 30, 30 seconds. man. Yeah, 30 seconds. See, they just keep moving it on and moving it on so that all of us old farts, we can't keep up with it. And quite frankly, I never wanted to keep up with it. That's one good thing about me. Too bad, Gramps. Had, had no interest. WQAM, hello. I especially hate the word especially. Especially for you, yeah. Okay, especially if you remember that by the McGuire Sisters? No. Of course not, long before you were born. McGuire Sisters used to be on uh, Arthur Godfrey show, I believe, with a lot of other goyim. And which one was it? Was it Phyllis McGuire that was uh, the gangster's uh, girlfriend? The, Sam Giancana? Oh, the gangster. Yeah, the mobster's girlfriend from Chicago, Sam Giancana, who <laughs> came to a, a wicked end. WQM, hello. Yeah, can I speak to Neil? Speaking. Neil, how you doing? 
Pretty good. Neil, what do you think about that guy, Bertuzzi, sucker punching that guy from the Avalanche? One of the worst things I ever saw in my life. He should be suspended the rest of the year in the playoffs and maybe beyond. It yeah. was uh, just grotesque. First of all, he grabbed the guy from behind, Steve Moore, grabbed him by the jersey, punched him in the back of the head, and then slammed his head down on the ice. And here's a big pool of blood. The guy's had a broken neck and a concussion. And uh, Bertuzzi's here in Toronto today for a hearing. I hope they really nail his ass big time. And the police are looking into it, too. And you're listening to the Vancouver fans. They're calling up, acting like he did nothing wrong. Bullcrap. That was one. That may have been. The only worst one was the one on, uh, by Donald Brashear and Marty McSorley. Your, your phone crapped out. When Marty McSorley whacked Brashear on the side of the head with a stick, that was worse. But this one was a close second. It, it's unacceptable. And unless they start, uh, you know, putting into the end of this crap, they're gonna they're gonna wind up uh, with some guy getting killed out there. It's just a matter of time if they let this crap go on. Yeah, but what's wrong with our game? What's wrong with your game is that uh, you lost control of it. That's what's wrong with your game. It blows. WQM, hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh words, words. What are words for? Here's one for you. I ain't got no education. But I have the ain't an aunt. They say aunt. <laughs> Isn't that some shot? Bye, dear. Five six seven oh five sixty. Wow. What? I mean, what's there Nothing. to say? I mean, it's it's great. For, it stood on its own. It was a beautiful thing. Obviously, the supplies are lasting. Oh yeah, no question about that. And of course, you started all this with this list here. They like lists. Yeah, well, there's one already made for Turn you. Turn over to 1360 WKAT. You can catch some Franz list before noon. Barbiturate. Well, now, wait a minute. Do they have nu uh, uh, Bedford Bush and I a lot of other uh, morons who say nuclear? I bet that's on this list. Oh, yeah. There See, it the is. The thing about all of these is that there's no reason for them to mispronounce half of them that way. They're not spelled that way. They're just they pull it out of their... It says the British brain. and Australians find the American repetition of the U between the K and the L... Quaintly amusing. Good reason to get it right. Nuclear instead of nuclear. I mean, it's it's. A, and I'll tell you another one, is a jeweler. Yes, it's jeweler. Yeah, jeweler. And it's jewelry, not jewelry. See, there goes George again with more of that Jew talk. Jew started it. Can't control yourself, can you? Here's one that says, "I used to work at the Red Lobster, very popular with African Americans, and they pronounce shrimp as swimps." <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> it's some seams. <laughs> It said it made me want to dunk their heads in the lobster tank. Swims? See him. <laughs> He's got it down. All right. He's been there with them. Oh, no. Man, oh, man. I'm going to go to Red Lobster for lunch today, I think, just so I can hear about them. Swims. Take a recorder. All right. Auckland, New Zealand, somebody says they want to live down under. I bet you that's a pretty nice place. Auckland, I've heard nothing New Zealand. but wonderful things about New Thanks. Zealand. Just too damn far from any place else. But then there's some people that want to get far from uh, what used to be civilization. Right. I don't blame them. That's they want right. to get far away, down under, and uh, never come back up again. Five, six, seven. We're speaking of them Linda Blair pictures. That I'm, I'm really shocked. I didn't know really? she had it uh, in her. Yes, an honor. Yeah. Well, we can't say what. One over there and another one over there. A match set. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hi, guys. How are you? Pretty good. Great. Listen, how about recreate? Daddy Bush was taking his boat out to recreate. Recreate. But that's not even such a word. I don't think. So. But I don't think so. Uh, that probably won't be on here because there's no such word, right? Who knows? Um, no, there's no. Well, such let me word. look. There's recreate. Uh let's see. No, not on here. Reoccur. 
Or, yeah, reoccur for recur. <laughs> it says you don't have to invent a new word from occur. We already have a verb recur that does the trick. Reoccur. Revelant for relevant. Oh, yeah, this is a good list. Realtor, realtor for, oh, yeah, that one really bugs me, realtor. Reality? Yeah, I talked to my realtor this morning. Realtor, you idiots. Realtor, not realtor. Oh, gee, uh -huh. everybody says that. I know, I hate it. I, this thing is making me realize Americans are a hell of a lot dumber than I realized they were, although I will then say you, this. Then you really realize? I will say this. You talk about people who can't speak an old English. You go to England or you go where there are any Brits, man. You can't understand a freaking word that these people are saying. You, have, you need an interpreter. They have no clue how to speak that language. It never ceases to amaze me. These are the people, at least their ancestors, invented the language, and they never figured out how to speak it. It would be like creating a brilliant, like create, inventing the television set, but never figuring out how to turn it on. 5670560, pound five, like Michael Powell, like inventing the radio, but never figuring out how to turn it on. Schmuck. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. To add to your words, I don't know if it's on the list, and this one just absolutely bugs me. I'm hearing it more and more on broadcast TV and even radio. Pacific. Oh, yeah, let me in give you a Pacific, Pacific. Uh, answer, yeah. Okay. Pacifically, Pacific, it, evidently there's no more S in that word. Not on the list, but uh, I'm with you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Pally. I'll see you in Hawaii, which is in the uh, Pacific. Well, that goes to show you how good education is. You can't complain about American education because, generally speaking, there ain't none. Very little. 26 pounds. Now, see, you got the whole show sidetracked with this list. Nice job, I'm George. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. They like this a lot better than the, uh, you know, places where, because the other thing it. is a very, huh? That's why I emailed it to you. I didn't think you'd read it till after the show. Why? Uh, it's mix and match. Uh, we can do whatever the hell they want. Whatever will kill the four hours. You know how it works here. It's payday. I'm sure Clarence got that check into my uh, box on time or else. Now, he's starting to really bug me, that clearance, because he's, uh, he's becoming more and more idiotic. I never thought that was possible, but, you know, his, uh, his ineptitude is starting to really show up big time now. Drowning in a sea of ineptitude, that's clearance. Stick with the ball games, okay? Stick with the B, stick with the UM, stick with something at your own level, you and Mike Rosenthal. Stick on that level, clearance, okay? You're all right, you're not a bad guy, but, uh, get serious. As my little dog used to say when I mentioned clearance's name, Eschmer, our program director. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. How's that New Year's resolution going? It's the 10th of March already. It's almost the Ides of March and St. Patty's Day, and I bet you a lot of you people are fat. In fact, we got that article that everybody's talking about now, and you notice how I'm resisting, but I'll get to it eventually, about how fat, more people are dying from fat than smoking from anything in America. We're fat. Well, it's tough to stick to a lot of these diet regimens. Not easy to stay with them because they're boring, number one. There's little variety, number two. With Balance for Life, it's a piece of cake because Balance for Life is the premier meal delivery service. It's based on Dr. Barry Sears' The Zone Diet, and they deliver right to your dough three meals and two snacks every day in a little black sack. With all that food in there, five delicious feedings, how can you say you're on a diet? So try the real meal service that delivers results based on the zone diet and don't settle for no imitations. Imagine there's no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning, no calorie counting, not even any carb counting. People are losing an average of 12 to 18 pounds a month with balance for life. The zone diet's been proven to lower diabetes too, high cholesterol and high blood pressure as well. And now if you ever wanted to try the South Beach diet, here's your chance. Balance for Life is the closest thing you'll ever find because it's the only meal delivery company that offers you menu choices that lets you go from phase one to phase three of the South Beach diet, too. So, like I said, if you failed on all the others and you're frustrated and you really want to lose that weight, 
You owe it to yourself to try Balance for Life. You'll feel the difference and see the results on the scale like right away. Call them toll free today, 1-866-225-4543. That's 1-866-225-4543. Or check them, like I said, on the web, balanceforlife.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Beware of exploding balls. What word did you say? Tired of playing FCC fines for me. Feeling so censored. My show is now sterile. Don't know what you expect me to be. But under arrest next. Take me off my show. Shock jocks have got to go. That stern has got to go. Every word that I say is under the microscope. Don't know who's next to go. Get in line or hit the road. Right, they come so bad. Radio everywhere. They come so bad. Everything we hear. They're coming how we stir. And all I want to do is to be more dirty. But they'll fire me too. Level 32 at 560 WQM. We've got the uh, Mad Dog at 2, the Humper at 4. Till 6.50, we don't want to overdo it, you know, getting the hammer, the Hebrew hammer back into a training again. That was Because you got the uh, exhibition baseball, Marlins on deck at 6.50, and 7.05, the Dodgers and the Marlins in Jupiter. NHL delays Bertuzzi hearing. The NHL disciplinary hearing into Todd Bertuzzi's attack on Steve Moore was slow starting today, says the Toronto Star. There's been a delay in the hearing. It'll take place later in the day, NHL Vice President Gary Meager told reporters. The hearing was supposed to start at 9 o'clock this morning in the NHL's offices in Toronto on the 11th floor of the Air Canada Centre, eh? But about 30 minutes about 30, man. after the hearing was supposed to begin, Meager told reporters waiting outside that some parties involved in the hearing had asked for more time to prepare. They'd asked for more time to prepare. Let me ask you, can I have some more time? No problem. So there ain't nothing, uh, much going on there yet. But I know George is on the edge of his seat about that. No question. Heavy duty, big suspension, gigantic fine, maybe 10 years jail time, and after that, uh, let his ass out. Here's one that says, I know you're not talking about it, but I don't mean to change the subject, but some great shows to see in Vegas, Blue Man Group or Cirque du Soul. Cirque du Soul, lay. Oh! Lay, oh. Oh, we can't play that anymore, can we? What was that? Um, yeah, we can play that. Okay. That's it. Remember that ACN bit? Which one? Cirque du Soleil. Okay. AC and a great place to live there. anywhere but here, it says, says Jason in Miami Lakes. Okay, good uh, choice, Jason. Well, he's in Miami Lakes. What do you want? How about Conversate? What? <laughs> Conversate? Yeah. I thought those were sneakers. That's what the sneakers ate. Been here more and more. The Converse ate a whole bunch. In fact, maybe that's what uh, Hank was doing when he was talking at the uh, arena last night. Converse ate. Can you play I'm a Monkey, You're a Monkey? Now, let's see. Can we still play that? I'm, I'm going through the lyrics in my head. I think it's clean. No, well, that's, that's just, not the one. That's just, the one. just a minute. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a 
monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Swinging tree to tree, we scream and squawk and shout. No responsibilities, that's what we're all about. Ow, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We don't do anything, we're told because we don't know how. Don't brush our teeth, don't comb our hair, we don't even wear clothes. We'll also make you queasy with our private parts exposed. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We're not well-mannered, well-behaved, we just love to drop trowel. We'll do some tricks, we'll make you laugh until we are fed. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you all turn red. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly, and we like it, and we've heard the things you said. So don't come within 10 feet of us, or we'll whiz on your head. Twenty four till noon. I guess uh what the hell is her name? I can't think of the name uh orangutan's name on passions. Uh, is it patience, prudence, precious. uh precious precious. precious. Very good. How do you know that? You talking. Oh. You know, Alzheimer's, that's on this list here. Old <laughs> oh, Alzheimer's disease. You've never heard anyone say that? No. And they're serious. While it's a disease of old timers, it's named for the German neurologist Dr. Alois, Alois Alzheimer. Old timers disease. How's it going, old timer? Anyway, there you go, Sergio. That's for you. And I hope we don't get in big trouble for that bit because... Michael Powell don't like it too much. Michael Moore might like it, but Michael Powell don't like it. WQM line nine. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I don't know if this has come up because I only listened the last couple minutes. But how about that phrase? He disrespected me. That just makes me want to let out one of those Howard Dean screams. He disrespected me. He disrespected me. You ever heard that before? No. Oh, it's, 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 I think it's in the Abonic Dictionary. Okay, I'll be looking it up for you. Please. Thanks, Pally. You ever hear that? He disrespected me? How yeah, about well, he, that's what he dissed me. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, I mean, that's that's reaching. That's a reach. 5670560. Oh, I'm uh, sorry that I read that thing that you emailed me. Because <laughs> I find it extremely annoying. But that's okay. Whatever these people like what makes them happy. That's what we're here to do. Make you happy. Kill four hours. Make you believe that you're in la-la land, not stuck in South Florida. Although, Miami is doing a good, uh, almost up to New York on here, which shows that we got a lot of very parochial people who can't get out of town. If you had a ton of cash and one, and one city to live in most of the time, what city would it be? Honolulu, 81. New York, 53. Miami, 51, meaning someplace in South Florida, Miami. Like maybe Aventura would be good. Or uh, Plantation Acres. Or uh, Sunrise Lakes. Miami, 51. Amsterdam, 29. San Francisco, 27. Toronto, 25. Naples, Florida, 22. Are these people joking us or what? Rome, 21. Virgin Islands, 15. Las Vegas, 13. Stockholm, 9. Vancouver, 7. San Diego, 7. Andorra La Vella, 6. 
Jamaica 5, Nassau 3, and uh, Mallorca 3. Is that how you spell Mallorca, or is it M-A-L-L-O-R-C-A? I have no idea. I trust them, Eric and Josh. I, I mean, I've seen it in print a zillion times, but I, for some reason, I just, uh, I don't know. Let me do a quick search on here. No, it's not with L's. It's M-A-J. That's right. But I'm looking anyway. Mallorca Online, the Balearic Island. The only problem with this uh, going online with these searches is that if you misspell something, it still uh, comes up. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? suggests things. Like, did you mean to no. spell it this way? No, but it doesn't do that. Google. Yeah. Google what? Google my ass. <laughs> hey, you want me to dump that? No, seriously, what? <laughs> Why well, do you look it up? I don't have time to diddle around with my work anyway. Hello, I'm sure it's a beautiful place. Use. Yeah, I know. I like this story, though. Non-believers form political action group to rid government of religion. This is in today's Palm Beach Post. I like it oh! a lot. It isn't going to go anywhere, but I think it's great. I might actually donate some cash. Atheists and other non-believers launched a political action committee yesterday to endorse candidates and lobby lawmakers to remove all traces of religion from the government. All right. Oh, it's so long overdue. All right. It's so about time. All, right. all the God Squad, all right. the Jesus Christers, all right. the Getchkeys, all, right. all the uh, old Orthodox uh, lunatics, all right. and the Muslims. All right. But organizers acknowledge they face a major problem. Most politicians won't want public support from their new group, which they're calling... The Godless Americans Political Action Committee. That's Gay Pack. Oh, gay. Yeah, that, <laughs> you beat me to it. Not a good idea to start uh, any kind of an acronym there with uh, gay. Godless American Political Action Committee. So Ellen Johnson, the president of the American Atheist, to announce the formation of the new group, proposed an unusual approach. Godless American Pack could use the threat of endorsement to pressure lawmakers in deciding with the group on issues. If a candidate says, don't endorse me, we'll have to say we have the right to endorse somebody, but perhaps we can talk about what we can get in terms of promises from that candidate to help us out in return for not endorsing them. Johnson told a sparsely attended news conference at the National Press Club in D.C. Sparsely attended. The designated political director of the new group, Jeffrey Lewis, told a reporter later that I personally wouldn't use such a pressure tactic. So far, the group has little money to give away. Johnson said they've got one initial donation, $1,000 from civil liberties activist Woody Kaplan of Boston. The new political organization sprang out of a Godless Americans march led by Johnson here two years ago. That gathering attracted a couple of thousand marchers plus a few hundred hecklers. A few hundred hecklers, of course, that's right. All you godless heathen bastards, you. God's going to punish you. You're going to burn in hell. You're doing the work of the devil. Really, are, are there any dumber people than the really religious uh, nuts? No. You'll, no. you'll notice that the more uneducated people are, generally speaking, I realize it's only a generalization, which we never do on this show except the, a lot, uh, the more uneducated are, the more religious they tend to be. Yeah. It's like, give me that good old hocus-pocus. Or some shrimps. <laughs> 18 till uh, noon. I never, I never heard that before. I guess Say it again, have... Josh. Say it again. Some shrimps. Shrimps? Now, and what what did he say? I think he said something bad there myself. No, no. Holy shit! Did you hear what he just said? Sh shrimp. Hey, if you're hungry and you want a break from the kitchen, they do have shrimps by the. Do not say whatever he just said at the Emerald Coast. They'll kick your ass out. I guarantee that. Richard will take one of you and say, "Get out of here." Emerald Coast wants to do all the cooking for you, man. They cook up a feast like you've never seen. They've got six different delicious soups like your wanton and hot and sour and all the other ones. They've got dozens and zillions about 30, man. of succulent entrees. I don't think we can say succulent anymore. Nope. New York Strip made a word of their... Absolutely. 
at their uh, sizzling Asian grill, along with the new seafood Saint Jacques oysters on a half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, and jumbo shrimp scampi every night. How you said? Shrimp. If you still have room, sample their hand carved primer, their new Thai specialties, the Emerald Coast. Don't use no MSG, no cornstarch, no crap. They cook only with cholesterol-free oils, so you're never going to walk out of there with a headache. They got a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, and fresh Shrimp. cocktail. And if you have any room left at the end of the meal, stick a crowbar in your pants and check out the dessert station because they got Belgian waffles, pies, cakes. I knew he was good for something, you know what? Pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit, too. What a way to end a gigantic feast. Be sure and check out some of those delicious little succulent seams. Emerald Coast, now with three locations, Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street, Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd, North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. Take the whole family, book your next business luncheon now, and let them do the cooking for you at the Emerald Coast. Takeout and delivery always available, too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572, uh, for the Emerald Coast. Whether you're a big fat guy or just a little... See ya. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Oi. I took a call from the Ebonics. They say the future be right for me. Now I can't get no job. Cause I don't got no literacy. I was talking like an old Negro. Ebonics taught me how this way. Now I can't do nothing. But my heritage says that's okay. Change my name to Shufro. Drive a deuce and a quarter in a Cadillac. I remember when I was dealing all the white man's cars hanging outside the Belvedere bar, grind the blues about poverty. White devils got no job for me, and I, I thought Ebonics would give my life a chance. Now I, I got to go and sell more crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine. Crackle King, Crackle King. Lordy, what a boring song. Ebonics makes me sound funny. Got nothing to do with literacy. Now I got to make more money. Labor pool sounds good to me. I got plenty of nothing. Ebonics ain't getting me anywhere. Maybe I'll mug an old white bitch, steal a purse and pull her hair. Then I'm gonna take the money, buy a stereo and a fridge of there. I remember when I was stealing all the white man's cars, hanging outside the Belvedere bar, grind the blues about poverty. White devil's got no job for me, and I. Thought Ebonics would give my life a change now. Got to go and sell more crack cocaine. Crack cocaine, 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 crack cocaine. 
10 till noon at 560 WQM. We got uh, Honolulu on top of our list. If you had tons of cash, what one city would you choose to live in? Honolulu's got 91 votes out of 436. Uh, Pretty heavy duty. Miami 60, New York 58, and then way down, Amsterdam 31. San Francisco's got about 30, man. That's also the number of straight people who live in San Francisco. Toronto 26, Rome 26, Naples, Florida 23, Virgin Islands 21. What's the a big Timis with the Virgin Islands? Virgins? No, seriously, what's the big deal there? What's the attraction? I, I mean, I remember the call. But good but... things. I see. Uh, Las Vegas 15, you'll be sorry. San Diego 12, Jamaica 9, Vancouver 9, Stockholm 9, Mallorca uh, 6. You know, it, you can do a Google search. I just did all kinds of searches, and you can spell it either way, and it still comes up. doesn't correct you. Okay, well then. But I'm sure that M-A-J is correct. Mallorca 6, it's right. Andorra La Villa. What? However it is, it's right. Andorra La Villa 6, and Nassau got 4 out of 436. Uh, the Vegas thing, although we, didn't Bob Lincoln move to Vegas? I'm not sure. Yeah, I heard that. I think he did. I think he did. Well, he's the kind of guy that would enjoy it there. He likes that big 10-gallon hat. He likes seeing Viva Las Vegas. You know, he likes being yeah, at the yeah, kind of Elvis Jr. kind of thing. Geneva, Switzerland, somebody says. That's a good choice. I've heard lots of good things about Switzerland. Fights, but I ain't uh, never been there yet. So make sure, uh, Josh, when you put that on there, you put Geneva, Switzerland, because they might think we're talking about Geneva, New York. Okay? Speaking of young Neil. Oh, i got to play that. Don't let me forget. Don't forget. Let's see, impact, getting back to that other thing. It says, in the English language, things have an impact on you, but they don't impact you. I don't, uh, it says, get it right, roll instead. I mean, your weather blows. But at any rate, I don't think that's correct. Can't impact be a verb? That's a good question. The uh, online dictionary ought to answer it right up. Well, I'm, I'm sure that it is. It can have an impact, but it can also impact your life. I don't think there's any doubt about this. This is a no, a no drainer. It can impact your life. I would bet your life, both of your lives on it right now, and I'll throw in Greg and uh, Clarence. I want to agree with you. It sounds correct, but you know how that goes. Are you looking it up? I am. Impact, verb, noun or verb. Got it? Yeah. And? Well, hang on. No, I mean, I got it, but I don't have it. Well, why not? How long can it take to do a, uh, a search? i got to get to the right thing. Man, oh, man. See, if you were doing that uh, thing that I've been doing... That we're on now? What the hell is that thing called? What thing? Feed, the feed demon? Don't you do that, the feed demon that we're on there now? I don't know what you're talking about. The feed demon. It's got all the different feeds. It's got all the news stories, including ours now. Impact. Noun, impact, verb. So it's a verb also. They're right. wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Dictionary.com. And, for example, they even have a word of the day. Patrician is the word of the day. Or patriotician, depending on how you be pronouncing it. So uh, you're wrong. Impact. And he wrote it in big, bold letters like, hey, I'm going to show you a thing or two. Well, guess what? Wrong. Wrong. Jack in Elgin, Illinois. Is that Elgin? I don't See, know. <laughs> well, how did all this start? You started it with that damn list of yours. Sorry. Jack somewhere in Illinois says, I've been listening since the bird days. Love your show. Used to live in Florida. I moved to the Chicago area seven years ago. Good choice, Jack. It's a great city. I'm finally able to listen to you online every morning. Love the archives. I tried so hard to listen to Man Idiot Man Cow, but he used to be, a, but he uh, used to be such a bush licker. He defended the war, everything that Bush did. He is also such a hypocrite. He talks about all this Bible stuff, and then in the next breath talks about screwing chicks. He's now totally changed his tune. Is screaming and yelling about losing his freedoms now. What a hypocrite, says Jack. P.S. Love you, Neil. Thanks, Jack. In uh, somewhere in Illinois, Elgin, Elgin, Eglin, Eglin Air Force Base. 
whatever the hell it is. Got the same letters. You, you say it however you want. Okay, we're all illiterate. At least I'm proud of it. Here's one from Frank in Melbourne who says, I hate the Ronnie Reagan pronunciation of government as government. After Reagan started, all the Washington reporters parroted it. Government. My wife adds, Illinois is for Illinois. I never heard that. Illinois. Oh, I see no. what he means. Illinois. Yeah, there are people who say Illinois. Just other people who say Chicago. I hate that. It's not Chicago. Chicago. Good golly, it's Chicago. It's Chicago. Give me another word that begins with C-H that's, uh, that you pronounce. Oh, better watch it. I know. Bad example. Huh? Chaise Lounge. There you go. I mean, it's a French word, but nevertheless, it begins with C-H. It's not pronounced ching like that. If you're Cuban, you say share. Right, exactly. And Sonny. And Bugaron and Maricon. And that's pretty much your vocabulary. Especially. Yeah, we already had that. Especially. And then it goes and talks about one of our fine commercials. <laughs> Don't be knocking our sponsors. We need the money real bad, okay? Especially under the current environment. So just leave us alone. But you got a good point. I hate that. Especially. Here's this an update or is this? Sucker Punch has critically injured. Nah, it's same old crap. CNN, you're, why am I watching CNN? If I wanted I to up. find out anything about Todd Bertuzzi, I could go on TSN, the sports network. I certainly wouldn't be watching no TSN. Well, guess what they got on TSN right now? What? Like in baseball, they say touch them all. I think he did. Curling. Do that, I think. Curling. This is pretty exciting, He's eh? That, but... There we go. Sweep it good, baby. Come on. Get that stone going, eh? Let's go, Jamie. Yeah, let's go, Jamie. Get that stone. Give it a good crank. Have you ever watched this? Sure. I want to be a broom man. Oh, yeah. A sweeper. Yeah. 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 Listen to him. Real hard. Oh, wait a minute. I think we can put hard. that on here. Ah. Not that sound effect hard. there. Hard. <laughs> hard. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Hard. Oh, my God. Is this curling or the Playboy channel? <laughs> Check your local wow. listings. Wow. I think we might have just gone way over the line right there. And that was just curling, eh? So it goes to show you how perverted and pornographic we are here. And I love it. 11.56, four minutes till noon at QM. The Mad Doggy at two. The Humper's back on air with us in case you missed that uh, excitement. <laughs> all that baloney. Much ado about nothing as usual with Greg getting all whipped up, you know, getting everybody all bent out of shape. And there's more to come, believe me. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are in incredible. Credible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fees, zero discounted points. Get yourself that unbelievably low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 a month. If you have you a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you will never pay closing costs again. Write down on your wrist their new toll-free number. It's 1-866-395-LEND. And call and find out more about this pretty damn soon. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move your ass to another property. Get the new low-rate financing, just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group, and never pay closing costs again. 1-866-395-LEND. That's Financial Group at one 866 395-L-E-N-D. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. We're Sports Radio 560. UAM. I am from Ileana. 
Ross Leibman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Rohe Amunista Hour. Hey, Oh, we'll be coming down Fifth Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. A great day for the Irish all across the USA. But you go, what is this I hear? This cry and ballyhoo. There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish too. Oh, God loves the Irish and loves, of course, your gay. Absolutely. In the hour, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket of scum, sure, and that's okay, but you can't be Irish if you're gay. No. The order of Hibernians, those eminences grey, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven fell and nestled in the sea. But you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Oh, God loves the Irish as long as men are men. Except perhaps the leprechauns, we've never been sure of them. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks, we'll laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. I'll tell you one thing, I finally figured it out after seeing that big bunch of Scotsmen on that bus. Yeah. The uh, people from the British Isles are genetically challenged. Okay. That's their problem. All, that. All of them. Breeding, the uh, Scots, the Irish, the Brits, the Welsh. They're genetically challenged. Bagwio City. Is, I'm sure that's not how you say it. Bagwio? Bawio? You living in the Bawio? In the Philippines, says somebody here. I guess we'll just put down the Philippines just to pacify this fact. Because he says, or he or she or whoever... This town is in the mountains, overlooks the sea. The mean annual temperature is 76 degrees due to the elevation, and you can have frequent companions shipped up to the mountainside, Las Montañas. Yeah, I think they ra they drag them up uh, on a rope. <laughs> hey, somebody send me up a dope on a rope, please. Do the old rope a dope. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got uh, all kinds of stuff going on today, thanks to George faxing me that thing. Uh. I think we can, maybe tomorrow, we'll milk it a little bit more, you know what I mean? We could take some of the best ones on there and uh, make, make a pull from that. it and then add to it. Sure. Sounds like a plan to me. Across, as opposed to across. Right. Don't say across, say across. It's easy to confuse across with crossed, but better keep them separate. Uh, across. He went across the street. Affidavit. As opposed to affidavit, even if your lawyer's name is David, he issues affidavits, it says. Affidavit. Antarctic, as opposed to Antarctic. Well, and how about February, huh? Is that yeah. on here? Mm-hmm. Is it? Sure. Oh, it is. I saw it. It's February. It's February. We don't like two syllables in succession with an R, so some of us dump the first one in this word. Most dictionaries now accept the singular pronunciation, but if you have an agile tongue, you may want to shoot for the original. Oh, if you have an agile tongue, there's all kinds of things you might be thinking about, but we can't say any no, of them on the air anymore. <laughs> oh, no way. Don't even be thinking about that. If you have an agile tongue. But nevertheless, February. No, I, I mean, February sounds stupid. I mean, you don't really say February. I don't even know how you say it anymore. February. February? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you get it, you like sneak it in there real quick. But you don't say February. Ooh, I just feel like uh, stupid saying that. I feel like somebody we know. Absolutely. Stupid. I want to do that. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Did that computer show up yet, by the way? No. No. I sure hope it's there by 2 o'clock this afternoon in the QM building. You know the one that keeps disappearing from my house? Yeah. WQM, hello. 
QAM. Going once. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Listen, I was wondering if you could find out for me why Joe and Mark weren't on last night. I called the guy, answered the phone. He said that they were called into the office at the last minute. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Maybe, you, you know, is anybody there? The guy that answered the phone said he had worked with you. Maybe he knows. Who, who, well, what time was this? At 2 o'clock when I put on Joe and Mark in the morning. Oh, you mean 2 in the morning? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll check into it, Pally. All right, thanks. Okay, we'll give you some info on that. We got any info on that yet? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Well, there's sure a lot of crap going down these days in this business, you know. Yes. A lot of stuff, a lot of mysteries. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Good. Uh, I don't. I wasn't listening to the last hour, but I wanted uh, maybe somebody touched on it. It drives me crazy when people say supposedly instead of supposedly. Oh yeah. <laughs> That drives me Amen, nuts. brother. What do they say? Supposedly instead of supposedly. They say supposedly? I never heard that. Oh, have right you? I hear it all the time. Never heard that in my life. Drives me crazy. Just wanted to check in. Well, it's on here. It's on the list. It'll make you feel better. Okay, good. Thanks. Okay, so thanks a lot, more time in America. Supposedly? Well, I'll tell you right now, and I don't want to sound like arrogant or uh, like that, but the people here in Canada are a hell of a lot better educated. Now, I grant you yeah. there aren't as many of them. And uh, no matter what their skin color is, they generally seem to all speak English. Very, uh, you know, no As a problem. matter of fact, I hear people say supposedly more than the correct way, supposedly. I've never heard that in my life. Supposedly? Supposedly. Josh? Yeah, I'm guilty. Okay. <laughs> you say supposedly? Yeah, sometimes. You know. Oh, my God. He must have a brain like a shrimp. <laughs> This is good. Well, we'll uh, go. You're right. This is a good idea. Where the hell did you find this? I was uh, looking around for naked pictures of uh, celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's my job, right? Right. And uh, and that came up on one of the little uh, sites. It's, uh, you know, if you're interested in uh, naked pictures of women, you might also like this. I'll say it again, man. That Linda Blair picture, I think, is uh, damn impressive. Nice going, Linda. You go, sweetheart. That's from my Linda Blair collection. Wow. I, I at one point I kind of put her in the same category with like Phoebe Cates. Really? No, no. She's always had that. And you know who's hefted those things? Yeah. Rick James. Really? Yeah. What a disgusting thought that uh, is. And yeah. Right in the middle of lunch hour now, and you're talking about that? Oh, man. <laughs> Woo! Talk about freaky. Super freaky. Right. 100 most often mispronounced words and phrases in English. This is a beautiful... Oh, yeah. Barbiturate as opposed to barbiturate. Right. And I used to say that until somebody said, hey... Asshole. You used Don't... to say barbiturate? When I was a little kid, and then somebody oh, gave yeah. me one and said, here's how you say it. This one I never, oh yeah, film, film, as, as mm. opposed to film. I think only really stupid people say film. Yeah. You've got to be a moron to say that. Film. Oh, ex, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, as opposed and, to uh, et cetera. You morons, you idiots. I mean, I'm not all that smart, but Jesus Christ. Good golly, Jesus Miss Christ. Molly. Yeah. Espresso right after it. It's S. Holy moly. It's enough to make you want to go to Las Montañas and just hide out. I'd like to uh, live in Italy, in the uh, in Sicily, Corleone. I really would. I'd like to live in the. Uh, and I've never been to Sicily, but I sure it's so beautiful. Let me show you Sicily. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the and maybe uh, Perugia. They have those great candies there, you know, Perugina. So I've heard. So much damn good food in Italy. Now, how come we're so fat and they're not? That's what I'd like to know. All these stories now, they suddenly discovered after all this time that we're dying like crazy because we're fat. Right, they just discovered that. 
They were looking for John Candy, and they said, oh, he's not around no more. He's dead because he was fat. Oh, how about Mama Cass? How's she doing? How about, uh, what's her name? That used to be on Hollywood Squares, the big fat tootie-tootie fields. No. All these people who died because they were fat. Your friends that died that they were fat. Yep, two of them so far. Two so far. We got people in that building who are going to die because they're not just fat, but they're just gigantic. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> not not just fat, but huge. That was funny. And who the hell am I to talk at 196 pounds? And I say very embarrassingly. Well, I was 193 before I went on vacation. Now that's not not really that bad, okay? Not good, huh? Could be better. Yeah, it needs to be a lot better. I'm I'm functioning. I'm doing a show uh, way over my playing weight. Now people might laugh when you say that, but when you're diabetic, you have you have a certain weight limit at which, when you get beyond that, you, it's very difficult to function. You know what I mean? No, no, seriously. When you get above, and, and as you get older, that number keeps coming down. In other words, you used to be able to function at 200. Well, when you get to be a certain another 10 years, then 190. And then, see where I'm going? Yep, to the grave. I think 90 is probably old enough, though. <laughs> Anti-obesity public service ads may be too much to the stomach, says USA Today, eh? The government unveiled public service ads yesterday aimed at getting Americans to lose weight, and obesity experts are giving them mixed reviews, kind of like those Bush ads. They're getting very negative reviews. I got an article on that a little bit later on. GOP boss adds insult to 9-11 families. And he doesn't care. Ed Gillespie, piece of crap, angered 9-11 families again yesterday by saying only a small segment who are very anti-war objected to President Bush's use of ground zero scenes in his re-election ads. The father of one 9-11 victim called the comment insulting. And there's lots more from the New York Daily News, but we'll save that. <clears throat> the goal of the campaign, www.smallstep.gov, is that people take small, achievable steps to improve their health and reverse the obesity epidemic. Now, let me ask you, oh, and you know who said that? The cheesehead, Tommy Thompson. They dragged his ass out again. Cheesehead. What an idiot. He drank water from a crick. <laughs> who has? Uh, as long as I live, I'll never forget that. And then while we're on that subject, even though it's a little bit off the uh, beaten path here today, let me ask you this question. How are they coming with a search for that? Uh, Anthrax. Yeah, for that guy who was uh, making all those uh, envelopes up. Uh, shut up. Okay. But how come the Italians read all that pasta and everybody says, "Well, the Mediterranean diet." Okay. Well, what is that? Because it includes a lot of uh, starch. It includes pasta. They eat pasta like it's uh, coming out of a faucet somewhere. Now I will grant you, they don't eat the gigantic, humongous portions, and they don't eat like spaghetti with meatballs. God forbid. You go to Italy and ask for spaghetti meatballs, and they'll give you the old uh, Bafangula man. They'll say, Achapicchia, que idiota, or something like that. Twelve minutes past noon at 560. You really need to be in Italy. Everybody who's never been to Italy, if, if there was one, what? I'm going right now. No, seriously, you probably think, oh, I want to go to Amsterdam. Way before you would want to go to Amsterdam, trust me, you would want to go to Italy. I've Make always no mistake about to go it. To it is always. so fabuloso, man. It's just... The food and the people and the things to see and you walk around and, and you're looking at these, it's like living in a time warp and you're looking on the sides of these buildings, Anovii. What, what is that? That's a building that's 2,000 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to go. And then of course they got a lot of naked statues, so John Ascroft probably don't want you to go, but he's busy healing up from his operation, which unfortunately went okay. Damn it. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Speaking of fat, if you're fat, you're probably trying the Atkins diet or the Sugar Busters or the South Beach diet. All the low-carb, sugar-free diets are the rage now. In fact, a lot of the food joints are peddling low-carb because they know that this is very popular now. And as a result, if you want to lose the weight on a low-carb diet, you have to keep on it. 
That's the key. You have to stay on it forever, really. And the number one low-carb store in the world is Delights in West Boca. They've got over a 1,000 low-carb products to choose from. In fact, they probably got a lot of new ones, too, because I noticed, Troy, this copy is dated December 31st of last year. So it's now a piece of copy from last year. I mean, there's plenty of stuff on here, but I'm sure, Troy, since you're doing such a magnificent job with everything else, <laughs> that you probably really ought to check this out, too, with our good friends over there. Over a 1,000 low-carb products, including breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, everything under the sun just about. They offer you the widest selection. Delights is open seven days a week from 10 to 10. You can always try anything in the store before you buy it. And they got a knowledgeable staff. They know you're low-carb dieting inside and out. And they've got the most complete line of Atkins brands products that you'll find anywhere. And Atkins products are on sale today. Next, Sookus every day at Delights. The number one low-carb diet in the world is uh, Atkins and whatever else. And the number one low-carb sugar-free store is the Lights of West Boca on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. In fact, you can go next door to Boston Market and probably get some of that uh, meat. Meatloaf? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, seriously, you can stick on your Atkins at Boston Market. they got your turkey and stuff like that, and they're still in business. Call toll-free at Delights 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web, it's lowcarb.com. Don't forget, and one thing I don't think they do carry, though, at Boston Market is, um... See There's only one Delights of West Book. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. It's in Boca, and it's swell. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. By the way, son, I've been giving it some thought, see? Well, what do you think it is? I knows that me and you can do much better. Go with six to ten and not at five. A Gentile and a cranky Jew. I think we might be happy together. I think you really got out of your mind. You gotta have your wee-wee bag strapped on too tight. No chance I'll do a show with you. I'd rather die. We'd be crappy together. Why, I'll have you know that I'm a big mugging Jew from Brooklyn Heights. I've been raped by everybody but you. You're not my type. Me and Mo, that would blow. No way that if we had a fight. That you'd survive Who'd want to hear a genitile A pushy guy That's crappy together Joy, 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 joy Joy, joy, joy Joy, joy, joy Joy, joy, joy Joy, joy, is much better six to ten, not five. It's only right that I should get more sleep at night. I think we might be happy together. What, 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 what? Happy together. What, 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 what? What do you mean, man? What, what, what? What, what, what? What, what, what? What, what, what? Twenty past noon. I never let that finish all the way up before, but that time I was inspired. Twenty past the hour, and uh, happy uh, 
birthday. Well, what else do you say? Congratulations to Miguel and his lovely wife. Uh, their baby was born, a little baby boy. You say congratulations. Felicidades. Just but you got to play like a little something. All right. So at any rate, they had a baby boy. His name is Carlos now, and I sure hope he don't turn out like freaky Carlos, okay? Maybe a little freaky, but not Why quite you... that freaky. Hola. Why would you jinx somebody like that? By naming him Carlos? Right. Yeah, we've had bad luck in our building with Carlos. We've had three of them. A the freak luck. that sits out at the reception desk, which is, uh, we don't know what, what the origin of that thing is. And then we had our Carlos, Beaner Boy, which the less said about that, the better. And then we got Carlos uh, Pecuary, whatever his name is, Peculiar. who can't quit dicking around with the equipment on the weekend and uh, diddling with all of our stuff. So that's 0 for 3, it sounds like to me. But maybe he can break the spell. And also, Geldy, uh, his wife had another. She's popping him out like, uh, like from a pop-up toaster. You know what? Right. Another one. And his name is Kyle. I hate to break the news to you, Geldy. Jews don't name their kids Kyle. On South Park, you can be Kyle, but Jews don't name their kids Kyle. I'm going to watch the South Park movie again because it'll pick me up. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for the good news about the computer, the one that keeps uh, disappearing. Uh, but now that Josh has got a hold of it, don't let go of it. He's squeezing it now. And the computer, too. Uh, what was I just saying before that? Kyle. Oh, yeah, Kyle. Uh, I'm going to watch that movie again. No, there was some good news, and that is I want to read this one thing in case anybody missed it before. The Senate Commerce Committee, they are moving ahead. It's tougher in decency standards. They want to find this one. They want to find that one. Any uh, performer goes on TV and says anything like that, they're going to find their ass. But by a narrow 12 to 11 vote yesterday, the Senate Commerce Committee defeated a provision that would have extended the FCC oversight provisions of indecency and violence to cable and satellite programming, except for pay-per-view channels such as HBO. Oh! So they defeated that. So cable and satellite programming are safe for right now. Until they get all pissed off and fired up again. Well, we didn't go far enough. Let's uh, visit that again. Yeah, let's visit it again. Love a neighbor like you'd like to be loved yourself. Yeah, okay. Wow. I don't think we can even talk about that. <laughs> no way. Don't even. Uh, he's talking potty mouth in Ohio. He's going to get his ass kicked in Ohio because their unemployment yeah. rate is like over 6%. Right. A lot of people out of work in those miraculous jobs that he's been promising. Well, guess what? <laughs> Just like those weapons of mass distraction that weren't there, them jobs aren't there either. Oh, you wait and see. This month we're going to have a gigantic jobs report. Not. Now, let's see. Steve faxes and says people who say sausage instead of sausage. He says mainly black people, if I can say that. You can't say that, Steve. Sausage? I never heard of that. Did you? No. no. Sausage. Sausage. There's some sort of widow who will say sausage. Sausage and provolone and capicule. Oh, I hate that. It just it makes me squirm. You go into an Italian market and some of the New York guidos might be shopping and they say, let me have a, have a bottle of capicule. Oh, man, kick them out of here. <laughs> wow. Pope would have them deported faster than you can say the Swiss Guard are fags. John in Port St. Lucie says all the guys who were up last night because their prostrates wouldn't allow them to remain prostate. Stupid plus. Yeah, that's one, that's one of the most common. Is that on the list? I don't let know. Let me take a peek. Uh, not on here. That is one of the very most common. Instead of prostate, mm -hmm. they'll say prostrate. Right. Prostrate yourself before Jesus the Christ. Lord. Before the Lord. Before. No, God. Here's a fax from somebody that's really bent out of shape, really pissed off, which is good. If you ever visited Rome, which I have how many times? About 30, man. And will again this year, as a matter of fact. And you still picked Honolulu, Miami, New York, San Francisco, etc. You are an effing moron. It says, with no taste or intelligence whatsoever. <laughs> oh, well, there must be a lot of people who have no taste at all. 
I, it was a tough choice for me. And I had three to choose from in my mind. Uh, Toronto, Amsterdam, or Rome. I'll tell you another city that, and, well, two more. Neither of which are on the list. Let's put them on there anyway, because these people are too stupid to say it. Uh, Berlin and Cologne, Germany. Okay. Can you handle Cologne, Josh? I got it. C-O-L-O-G-N-E, Cologne. Or you could spell it the uh, German way, K-O-L-N, but I don't think we have the thing with the two dots on our uh, typewriter. <laughs> you can put them in manually. Oh, and speaking of that, when you go to Choimany, to the Internet, the, uh, internet cafes, and you're diddling on the net, uh, it's really kind of freaky because unlike Amsterdam, where the keyboard is exactly the same as the one that we use, in Germany it's not. The letter Y is where the letter um, Z or X is. I'm not really sure which one. Z. Or, or maybe, huh? Z. Oh, don't we just stop with that, please? No, but the letter Y is uh, way down there on the bottom in the left hand. Why? And the... At symbol, instead of being on the number uh, two, the at symbol is on the Q letter. And on the keyboard, there's an extra key that you have to press for alternate uh, whatevers. And when you press that in the letter Q, then, for example, if you're doing your uh, you know, e uh, email mm -hmm. at AOL.com or whatever it is, and you have to use the at symbol, it's on a Q button. That's pretty that strange. Queer. Ah. Anyway, some of these anti-obesity ads that says are surreal in one TV ad, which I saw this morning on CNN. Boys playing on a beach discover a human belly. Did you see that one? Yeah. They're poking at it, and the little one kid says, oh, I guess they must have left their big belly here on the beach. Now, the implication being is very, very sublimable that if you walk it on the beach, that you'll leave your big belly there. That's right. In another, shoppers find a double chin in a grocery store. Several print ads focus on close-up shots of heavy stomachs, thighs, and buttocks, and show how they might slim down as their owners get more active. Peggy Conlon, president of the Ad Council, which produces public service ads, says the new ads were test marketed on audiences and everybody really understood them and felt motivated and then went back to sleep. Others said the ads might offend overweight Americans. See, I, I find that unacceptable, too bad. Offensive even? The message to eat healthier and be more active is good, but to set it up in a way that makes overweight people look disgusting is highly insensitive, stigmatizing, and unnecessary, says Kelly Brownell, director of the Yale Center for Eating and Weight Disorders. I have two letters for you, Kelly. F-U. Those are my two letters, okay? Very simple, right to the point. F-U, honey. As a fat person myself, fat is disgusting, it's gross, it's ugly, it's nauseating. And this business of always doing the, you know, have to, like, uh, treat fat people with the kid gloves. Baloney! Mm. Now, baloney's good on the Atkins. Fried baloney. I went to Nutrisystems. I was thinking about losing weight. I stepped on the scale. And they got a measuring tape. They said, wait a minute, mister. There's always so much we can do. I think liposuction may be the only thing for you. Such a fat papa baby. Such a salient lead. Such a fat papa baby. Don't have to die 
don't have to go and exercise. I don't have to worry about no bulges around my thighs. Cause thanks to liposuction, you know I'm a brand new man. Hook up the Hoover, suck the fat out as fast you can. Rectum. Suck the fat off my baby. Suck the cellular bleeds. Suck the fat off my baby. Gregory in Boca Faxon says, thanks to our New Yorkers, there is no lawyer against going to the uh, turlet. Oh, lore. No lore. lore. L-A-W-R. No lore against going to the turlet. Only Archie Bunker is the only one that's allowed to say turlet. Because when he says it, we laugh our ass off. Like yeah, the lore. Well, you can have a whole bunch of words uh, with the Boston and the New York accents. They're all butchered to death. Speaking of being a fat... Inactive Americans are eating themselves to death at an alarming rate. Their unhealthy habits fast approaching tobacco is the top underlying preventable cause of death. A government study found. Do something smart like having your stomach staple like uh, Josh Friedman. <laughs> and then, you, then wait and see how good you smell. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. The one that really bugs me, I don't know if you've gone through it already, is when people say statistics instead of statistics. Statistics? Statistics. Oh, my God. It's like a Midwestern thing, Indiana. Oh. It just drives me crazy. Okay. Thanks, Pally. All right. I'll tell you another thing, which is not a uh, mispronunciation, I guess. It's just an, an accent, but it just bugs me. People from the Midwest say milk. Yeah. People from, like, Pittsburgh to the through the Midwest say Emma. Any I word, they pronounce it like an E. How about milk. Miami? Or they'll say Illinois. Oh, that just drives me. Illinois? What? What is that? Or like the guy said before, his wife was right, Illinois. There are people yeah. who say Illinois, and it sure annoys the hell out of me, I'll tell you that right now. Miami? Right, parfait. Irv Schindler on KAT used to say, Miami Beach, Miami. A lot of the local salty crackers say that. Go back to China, Irv. He's still alive. Can you believe that? Remember he called on the air a couple of years ago? Well, we're not sure if he's still alive. I wonder if he's still schlepping to China. In 2000, poor diet, including obesity and physical inactivity, caused 400,000 U.S. deaths. See, here's the thing. In, in cities in Europe, although they're, you know, the problem here in Canada is getting almost as bad as America because it's the same crap that people are eating, same inactivity. But in Europe, you see very, very, uh, much, much smaller number of fat people. Very rare. The Dutch, on the, and I, I, although I will say this. Now, you explain this to me. Young Dutch people tend to be very skinny. In fact, I've told you this before. Their bodies are like Ichabod Crane. Even they might have great faces, yeah. but they're like emaciated, like they have that Auschwitz look. And yet, once they get past about... Uh, about 30, man. All of a sudden, something happens. They start getting like really grotesque and ballooning up and getting fat and pudgy. And what's that all about? I don't know. I thought you said maybe the it, food was bad there. Maybe it takes that long for all them fries with mayo mm -hmm. to start kicking in. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it takes about 30 years. And all of a sudden, it just, like, settles in there and starts expanding so they can wear those gigantic spandex pants on the dam rack. But at any rate, in 2000, now getting back to the thing which I interrupted myself about Italy, they eat all of that pasta, and you know what I think it is? What? Genetic. Oh, yeah, yeah. You acclimate yourself to your culture's diet. Just like the Chinese. Look at, look at the enormous amount of rice. The Chinese are just pounds and pounds of rice. It's the staple of their diet in China. And yet, when's the last time you saw a fat Chinese person? 
Well, I mean, there's some, but I mean, pretty mm-hmm. damn few. Most of them are skinny. Right. With teeny tiny little, well, in 2004, died including obesity and physical inactivity caused 400,000 U.S. deaths, more than 16% of all deaths in the number two killer, comparing with 435,000 for tobacco, where 18% is the top underlying killer. Soon we'll be passing tobacco like it's standing still. The gap between the two is substantially narrower than 1990 when poor diet and activity caused 300,000 deaths, 14% compared with 400,000 for tobacco, or 19%. This is tragic, said Dr. Julie Geberding, CDC's director author of the study. Our worst fears were confirmed. Dr. Geberding, she was here in Toronto last year when the SARS thing was going on. Don't get too close to her. It's going to overtake tobacco if the trend continues, she said. At CDC, we're going to do everything we can to prevent it. Obesity has got to be the number one job for us in terms of chronic diseases. Right. And McDonald's says no more pooper-sizing. That's what they said last week. That's their response to it. No more pooper-sizing. And i got to order two orders. Yeah, that's it. Have the three orders of fries. And then you can go into your 7-Eleven and get the big gulp. You know that 10-gallon uh, Coke with about four sure. pounds of sugar in it? It's got wheels on it. I think what they ought to do is just like take a, a humongous container and just put a big, a big batch of sugar in it. Careful. No, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. A big batch of sugar, and then you could like just spritz some water in it, moisten it up a little bit. Because that's basically what you're doing. I mean, if you have the diet soda, I mean, it's a whole different story. Like I'm drinking gallons and gallons of my caffeine-free diet coke. Well, they have now because you probably don't buy uh, like candy for children and stuff like that. No, I don't. Visiting children. I buy candy for adults. Remember the uh, the, the Jolly Rancher uh, Flavo sticks? They had green apple, watermelon, things like that. Oh yeah, sure. They come in a liquid now, so you can drink them. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, what was that stuff we used to? Uh, it used to be in like little wax. Was that a Christmas time or a holiday time? You know what yeah, I'm talking have, about? The wax candy with the uh, sugary liquid in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's weak. Oh, that, that goes back a long time. Back when I was a little tiny kid, a hundred years ago in school, we used to uh, suck on those. I mean, those candies. Wow. And there used to be like, uh, all different kind of flavors, grape and lime and, what, what was the idea behind that? What was that all make about? Money. Sugar make water. Mo- make money and just with a bunch of sugar water. <laughs> man, oh man, I'm addicted to sugar, the worst possible thing, and pasta. Oh God. The SS, the sugar and starch police ought to be here. Instead, of course, we got Bush and the other SS. Yeah, there you go. WQM, hello. Hey, is this IOD? Yes, sir, IOD. Neil? I mean, QAM, yes. IOD. Neil, what about Wednesday? Yeah. And what about um, W? W? W-W-W. Isn't it W-W-W-W? Right. Oh, the W. <laughs> yeah, it's we love, hey, a bunch of the guys are listening to your show. We love your show, man. Thanks, Pally. Have a great day. Thank you. And vote ten times against W. Now, let's see. Is that, um, what was the first one he said? Wednesday. George? Yeah, Wednesday. I think it was another reach. No, it was not. Nobody says Wednesday. And I don't think you're supposed to. Well, it's not on here, though. I just looked on this not. list. How, how are you really supposed to be pronouncing that? Wednesday. Wednesday. And everybody or mit- says? Mittwoch. Wednesday. Mittwoch. Ach. That's German for Wednesdays. Mittwoch. Midweek. Mittwoch. Mittwoch. I will say this. As much as I love Berlin and Cologne, I haven't been anywhere else in Germany, but I will. But uh, I still have a little <laughs> a little bit of a problem when I hear it being spoken, you know? When I hear it gesprochen de Deutsch, ooh, it's just, woo! Yeah. Maybe Something about it. Genetic in your case. All of a sudden, I feel kind of like a walking lampshade. I don't know why that is. 
20 till 1 at 560 WQM. Dino Mattress knows nothing is more important than the safety of your family. Unfortunately, thousands of Americans die every year at home of fires involving mattresses. A common myth is that these are careless cigarette smokers, but statistics show that the vast majority of these fires are started by little pain-in-the-ass kids playing with matches. Serta now offers a new line of fire-retardant mattresses called Fire Blocker to dramatically slow the spread of fires and give families critical time to escape. They're also more comfortable, durable, and supportive than ever, so you won't sacrifice comfort for safety. According to new regulations, all new mattresses will be fire-retardant within a year, but until then, Serta is the only major brand exceeding this fire safety standard right now, today. Dial a mattress is the only retailer who can deliver a new certified blocker to you today. So call them toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS right now for same-day delivery. Dial a mattress has got certified blocker in the traditional double-sided design, so you get two beds for the price of one with double the protection. Dial a mattress takes your family's safety seriously, which you ought to be doing too, and they're proud to be among the nation's first retailers to offer this new line of fire blocker mattresses. So if you want to sleep safely tonight and for years to come, make that one easy call like I've been doing for years. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. It's a simple beer for a simple man. Bush. Whether you're watching shiny cars go real fast at Daytona, or simply trying to pronounce tough words like nuclear. Bush. Goes down as easy as National Guard duty in Alabama. So, after a long, hard day of pretending to make phone calls and trying to look busy, suck down a six-pack and head for the bushes. Bush. The president of beers. I'm Weiser Bush, St. Doofus, Missouri. 1246 at 560 WQM. I go nuclear every time I see him when he was just making that speech only moments ago in Cleveland. By the way, the latest poll in Ohio, carry among men, carry 50% Bush 46. Among women, carry a 54 Bush 42. Got it? Got it. Just mention that in passing. If you had tons of cash, what one city would you choose to live in? Where'd be your headquarters? Honolulu, Hawaii, 111. New York, 83. Miami or uh, South Florida somewhere, 73. Amsterdam, 45. San Francisco, 45. Naples, Florida, 39. That's the one that just, uh, I see that and I my head starts spinning. What does that mean? I don't know. What is there to like about Naples, Florida? Only ever driven through there. Virgin Islands, 31. Roma, 31. Well, I would agree with that fact, sir. The idea that Rome is not doing better than this tells me that a lot of you haven't been in Rome. That's because if I, I probably should have voted for Rome, because if you had all the money in the world, you'd build your own big uh, palazzo somewhere, you know, up in the mountains, Las Montañas. See, si. and just say that. See, the problems in Rome: pollution and uh, corruption. Those not like are the here. two biggest problems: pollution and corruption. Well, I'm serious. Bad, bad pollution. Too many cars. Uh, Toronto 28, Vegas 25, uh, San Diego 22, Vancouver 17, Jamaica 10, Mon, Mallorca 10, Nassau 10, Stockholm 9. I just like saying that, Stockholm. Uh, Andorra La Vella 6, Geneva, Switzerland 2, the Philippines 1, none yet for Berlin or Cologne out of 605 votes. Shame on you. Well, they're a little nervous when they see those German cities. I'll tell you one thing, after just seeing the Bushmeister on my TV on CNN there in Cleveland, I worry a hell of a lot less when I'm in Germany about Nazis and that kind of stuff than I do when I'm in the USA, especially what's going on lately. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. The rumor's going 
down that Joe Mark was suspended. Is that true? I haven't heard nothing about it. Were, were rumors going around from where? Uh, I have an inside source. They were suspended, and there was a meeting supposed to be at 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Suspended for, how lo- suspended for how long? Doesn't say. They didn't okay. tell There was supposed to be a meeting today, and then the decision will be here today. Well, so in other words, they were suspended yesterday is what you're saying. Right. They were, they okay, we'll, we'll look into it, Pally. Have we got any uh, information on that yet? No. No. Is there a memo out yet about it? No. no. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Lots of crap going down on radio, man. In fact, pretty soon when you turn on your radio, all you're going to hear is the radio version of the test pattern. Only it doesn't translate too well to radio, like it did on TV when you used to see the thing with a little Indian on it. Yeah. The Indian head. Right, the old little Indian head. By the way, on CNN International, they got a weather broad uh, who's got a shrunken head. Okay. I don't know where the hell they found this uh, bitch, but she is the most bizarre-looking creature. And she, ta- she talks like a munchkin, but she's got like a little shrunken head. Bizarre. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, this is my annual call to you. I call you about once a year. How are you doing? Very well. Good. Um, I was calling to tell you that your poll numbers oftentimes are artificially low, and I can tell you why. Okay. I work in an office where um, everyone shares... A server. It's a, a pretty big office. I work for a government agency somewhere in Miami. Right. Um, and what happens is a lot of times I'll go to vote on the poll, and if anyone else is on there and has already voted, it won't take my vote or anyone right. else's. Oh, that, that, that's true with everybody, right. No, so, no, the number, the number of votes we get on a poll is only a tiny fraction of those people who are listening, thank goodness. Exactly, yeah, it's a fraction. Right. So just, you know. Now, now do you have AOL? Uh, no, this is through uh, work. I mean, it's they the same have... thing here in this building. Only one person in the building can vote because we share. Oh, I see. I'll be damned. And I guess that's pretty common. So, anyway, just so thanks you know. For the, thanks for the bad news. Okay, thank you. Okay, hop on it real fast. That's my suggestion. Before the uh, the other pain in the ass people in the building get to their computers, hop on it. Six hundred and twelve votes on there. Berlin and Cologne don't have any yet. So, what do I know? See. This goes to show you, again, the parochial nature of people in Florida, even though we got all this polyglot or whatever the hell you want to call it, all these people allegedly from all over the world. Well, where the hell are the people who've been in Cologne? Anybody that's ever been in Cologne, Germany, isn't just obsessed with it, isn't it? To go back to that other factor about Rome, Cologne is uh, just fabulous. Fabulous. The things to see, the people, the food, the uh, ambiance, even the train station area, you could spend a whole day inside the train station. It's like a shopping center. Fabuloso. And speaking of civilized places, in Berlin. How the hell did I find this? I don't know. One day, of course, you go to lunch, go a little bit too far away from the hotel, and all of a sudden you're like goose-stepping back to the hotel real fast and just barely make it, luckily. So I I hope that wasn't going to happen again. And one evening after dinner, I'm walking to the uh, Easy Internet Cafe. I'm going to go online and check out uh, what kind of crap you're doing and whatever else. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, i got to pee so bad, it's just like the end of the world here, and I don't know what the hell to do. Maybe they'll have a pee place in the ca- Internet Cafe. And I, about a block away, right on the main drag, the Kudam in Berlin, right out there on a corner where there's a uh, a newsstand, and it says City WC. Well, WC, even Jack Parr knew that was right. water closet. And I thought, are you telling me that they actually have such a civilized place? And you look, and there are two stairwells going down, and one says one says D for Damas, and one has H for Aaron, uh, ladies and, and gentlemen. And you go down the stairs, and it's just like in the train station in uh, Cologne. And here are that? these beautiful, beautiful toilets, man, all these urinals. And uh, and then, of course, you have to pay to do the more serious business, like 50 cent. And you go through little turns hey. down. They've got all the towels Bargain. and the, 
Wow, what a beautiful, I mean, clean and antiseptic and just amazing, right out there in the middle of the city. So when nature is calling, as opposed to like doing a number in your pants or whatever, or like going into a total state of panic, there you are. Belief. I mean, right in the middle of the city. It's uh, fabulous. Handy. Can you imagine seeing that in Miami? <laughs> oh, no. Or New York. Or, of course, the, like in Amsterdam where they have those outdoor pee places where you stand in that green, the green round thing with a hole that goes down to the ground. Right. They sort of have that going in Paris, don't they? It's called outside. Yeah, it's called the uh, street. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Word I have, I can't stand when people say, Savage. What the hell was it? Sausage. What you... I have no idea because he's a... <laughs> he did bad phone technique, whatever it was, amigo. Real bad phone technique. Maybe it was just <laughs> like that. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's poppin'? Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, no, I just wanted to wish you guys a farewell. I'm on my way right now, I-95. Got my truck loaded up. I'm heading out of town, hopefully for good. And um, just listening, hopefully just giving you a call to say farewell and to give um, hope to everybody here in South Florida that everything will get better. Best of luck here, Pally. Bye, bye, bye. No problem, man. It's a, it's a pleasure, man. I'm feeling so happy now, man. I haven't felt this way since I carried in the seventh grade, man. Exactly. You know, how happy and excited I am. I, I can with it, yes. That's always my happiest moment is the day that I'm leaving South Florida going anywhere. Good luck oh, to you, Pally. Best of no luck. Problem. Thanks a lot. Uh, have a good one. Okay, you too. Or even a mediocre one wouldn't be bad. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. One of the most depressing moments. And, you know, a lot of people don't like hearing this. I don't care. I'm just expressing my uh, honest opinion. Like it or not, the depressing moment is getting off the airplane at MIA and walking through that jetway, and all of a sudden the humidity just smacks you in the face. And you're like, oh wow! Yeah, the and you just feel like a wilted flower, like a wilted pansy, man. It's just not a good feeling. Honolulu 119, New York 85, Miami 75, San Francisco 47, Amsterdam 46, Naples, Florida 40. That to me is a real head turner. I don't. I don't buy it. That's got to be the crank vote of the day. Naples, Florida, must be. WQM. Hi. Right. Yeah. Bye bye. Have a great life. Hop out. Hop aboard with that last guy. He's heading out of town. WQM. Hello. I can speak with Neil, please. Speaking. Neil. Yes. I'd like to add Nimbin, Australia, to the list. Nimbin. Nimbin. N i m b i n. Yeah. Beautiful place. Very laid back, uh, almost hippie type atmosphere. Really? Yes. Uh, very open culture. It's Amsterdam without all the uh, tourist mm -hmm. kind of atmosphere going. Uh, pretty is open it, to everything. Is Police, it near, any, near any big city that we could put on there that it's anybody a, might? It's a day north, a day's drive north of Sydney. Oh. Well, we'll put Sydney on there just, uh, you know. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Sydney, you got it? S-Y-D-N-E-Y. -E got it? We got it. Excellent. How are we spelling Mallorca? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. Isn't that where they have, they have fantastic grapes there, don't they? Mallorca? I don't know. What? I've never been there. Well, I'm, you don't have to be there to know something about it. I haven't been there either. Isn't that what they're famous for Is in Mallorca is wine and grapes? La Grappa? La Gropa? Well, I know where it's famous for La Gropa. That's Amsterdam. Amsterdam is one of those places where, you know, you keep saying, at least I do, I keep saying, ah, oh, this place sucks, I'm never coming back here. And then 
you give it another shot, and it's great. It's just, it all depends on how many uh, tourists are there. Because when there are a lot of tourists, there's a whole different ambiance. Like my last vacation here, a lot of tourists, all kinds of Italianos and uh, people from everywhere. And even the silly-ass Brits, they add to the ambiance, you know. But when it's just the Dutch, oh, I can't, give me about 20, 30 hours, I'll do a whole show on the Dutch people. Okay, go for it. Mm-mm-mm, my, my, my. Not, not exactly my favorite. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Oh, boy, it's the one to two hour. Tonight on the Self-Discovery Channel, A's, double A's, or D's, batteries can be your best friends. Join me each week as I explore the inner workings of, well, myself. On the Self-Discovery Channel, I dig deep and won't stop until I've thoroughly explored, well, myself. So if you don't get the Self-Discovery Channel, call your cable operator and say, hey, I want to explore, well, myself. The Self-Discovery Channel. Oh, you'll love it. Now, where's the on switch for this? Oh, there we go. One o'clock at 560 WQM Mandel coming up at two, the humper at four. Jim faxes and says, here are two words for you. This one made famous by your buddy Dion Sanders, business. Instead of business, business. Business. And right. ridiculous pronounced ridiculous. I beg your pardon? I said that's right. Pronounced ridiculous. And also Jim says, please call me, uh, quit calling me Reverend Levy and hanging up on me. I'm not Reverend and not a Levy. What does that mean? You're gay. I think he's confused. He's confused. Gay Republicans to run ads urging defeat of Bush-backed amendment. A group of gay Republicans who supported President Bush in 2000 will air a TV ad opposing a Bush-backed constitutional amendment that would prohibit gays from marrying. The 30-second spot by the log cabin Republicans, who are a bunch of self-hating fags, by the way, shows Vice President Dick Cheney at a debate four years ago saying people should be free to enter and in any kind of relationship they want to enter into. The ad begins tomorrow in several states. The vice president also says, I don't think there should be necessarily a federal policy in this area. The words we agree then flash on the screen. Cheney said last week he supports the president, even though one of his daughters, Mary, is gay, out of the closet, bulldike, etc., and so on. The log cabin, the Republicans' million-dollar effort to defeat the amendment includes lobbying. Grass- so, in other words, they're spending a million dollars to defeat the amendment, but these people, most of them, are still going to go out and vote for Bush. It's like Jews for Hitler, man. It makes no sense to me. It's like Jesus for Pontius Pilate. I don't get it. Or uh, G- uh, Jesus for instead of Jews for Jesus, how about Jesus for Jews? There you go. About he just time. liked his family, I guess. And Jesus Jews. Five six seven oh five sixty. What's the story on a hockey punch on uh, top Tom Bertuzzi? Twenty five uh, players in the in the league in terms of scoring. Yeah, we don't so care about that. So he's not just a cement head going around smashing people. Mm-hmm. He's a skilled player, and that's one of the reasons why people are concerned about this. Because this is a player who a lot of other people even kids. Well, they're still holding their meat. They're still pop, 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 like that. I hope they really stick it to them. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Yes, sir. Good. Uh, there's a, a, a expression out of Brooklyn that I always hated. Everybody, when you bump into someone, they say bunk, to NK. They say so what? You might want to put that on for the old Brooklynites. And I do want to mention one thing. I don't know if you heard the rumor, but they're saying that Tom Brokaw may be uh, a possible VP. Yeah, we had it. We had the story on our website the other day. He's got two chances, none and much less than none. Don't pay any attention to it. 
Okay, I'd like to ask you one other question. Every time I try to, I go to your site and I try to vote, and I hit the vote button after mm -hmm. I make my selections. Yeah. I always get up an RUL that they can't display that page. Is there anything you suggest? Uh, move to another neighborhood. <laughs> no, no, seriously, it's exactly the thing the guy was calling about before. Is somebody else uh, by you, uh, uh, maybe down the block? No, he's got yeah. a different thing. Is it, are you using AOL, sir? Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah, okay, that's what I was talking about. No, it's AOL. Nothing works on AOL. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> okay, good talking to you. Good luck to you, Pally. Now, when he was talking about, like, little kids say, I have a bunk on my uh, knee instead of bump. I never heard that. You never heard little kids say, I have a bunk? Must be a northeastern thing. All right. I've heard boo-boo. Make... Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> McDonald's salad is more fat than cheeseburger. How do you like that? I don't I don't want salads. I'm not interested in salads. Oh, have a nice salad, like yeah. Archie said to Gloria. Have a nice salad for a change. No, I don't want no salad. Global hamburger giant McDonald's latest line in healthy-looking salads may contain more fat than its hamburgers. Of course, fat isn't got re really where it's at. See, again, all these confused people. Where's Dr. Bob when we need him? Please, please. Oh, man. McDonald's, plagued by health critics and fat uh, flattening sales, has launched the biggest change to its menu in... About 30, man. 30 years with its plans to get in the multi-million pound prepared salad market. Uh. Multi-million pound prepared salad market. You can choose your shallot, topping and dressing. You can mix and match to suit your diet and lifestyle, said a McDonald's spokeswoman. Who are they kidding? However, consumers hoping to lose weight by switching from burgers to salads may be disappointed, according to the Interactive Nutrition Center on McDonald's own website. For example, on the new menu to be launched at the end of this month, a Caesar salad with chicken premiere contains 18.4 grams of fat, compared with 11.5 grams of fat in a standard cheeseburger. The British Nutrition Foundation told Reuters it welcomed the salad menu, but warned that salad dressings bought in fast food outlets or supermarkets could be very high in fat and calories. They said the recommended daily fat intake for men is 95 grams per day, and for women, 70 grams per day. So they're giving you a big song to dance. First of all, if you really want to lose weight, the only thing you're going to eat at McDonald's is the burgers without the bun. That's it. And right. don't be licking the ketchup off the bun. That's one of the bad habits I have. Like in Amsterdam, I'll go to McDonald's. Certainly yeah. nowhere else in the world. What? Bad. Well, it's it's got some taste to it. Yeah, but of course you know, taste. You know what the ketchup is loaded with, don't you? Sugar. Azúcar. See, it's loaded with sugar. Even see that cruise would be nauseated, grossed out by it. Azúcar, azúcar. It's so sweet. It's coma inducing. <laughs> loaded with sugar. So if you just take the the buns and toss them. The best thing to do is just get it, take, go to the drive-through window, eat it in a car, toss the bun so nobody watches. Or actually, in Amsterdam, they don't pay any attention to it anyway. That should be the freakiest thing going on there. You can sit in there inside <laughs> eating it. No, they don't even look at you. Just put the bun in the sack and uh, just take the napkin, use it as a holder, and you eat the uh, the cheeseburger, the hamburger, whatever you like, without the bun. That's where the evil comes in. The bun, the bread, the starch, baby, starch turns the sugar right away in your body and makes you. Fat as a pig, and yet they're still talking. Here they're still hawking low fat. I'm wondering when they're going to bring snack wells back again. After the first 40 or 50 of those, it starts uh, piling out a couple of pounds. Snack wells, remember that? Sure. Speaking of your health, by the way, i got to give John Kerry something good. Finally, about time he quit waffling and being such a uh, uh, nervous Nelly. Democratic presidential challenger John Kerry has promised Americans unfettered access to cheaper Canadian prescription drugs. Oh! 
bringing a contentious issue to the forefront of an acrimonious U.S. election campaign, says the Toronto Star. Yesterday at a rally in Evanston, Illinois, Kerry stood with Illinois Governor Rod Blago. How do you say that? Blagojevich? A leading proponent of drug reimportation and an elderly couple who sued the U.S. government for denying them cheaper Canadian medications. Under a Democratic administration, Kerry promised America's seniors would no longer have to choose between affordable medicine or basic necessities such as food and housing. Instead of taking immediate action on reimportation to lower the cost of prescription drugs for seniors, Kerry said, the Bush administration is using taxpayer dollars to run ads to convince Americans that they passed meaningful prescription drug reform. Bush stubbornly insists on tax cuts as he steadily loses jobs in this country. He steadily refuses to allow the importation of drugs from Canada while steadily the prices are going up. Nice going, boy. As Kerry was speaking, a Democrat on Capitol Hill announced he would stall the nomination of former FDA chief Mark McClellan, the most visible opponent to Canadian drug reimportation to a key Medicare post. Nice going. Byron Dorgan, North Dakota senator, said he was acting because McClellan had refused to explain why he was blocking America's access to Canadian prescription medicines. All the lies, all the rip-offs, just keep gouging the public. Oh, those Canadian drugs, they're not safe. They might come from, like, a Kuala Lumpur. They might come from... Right. Maybe they come out of your... Who the hell knows? Lie and lie and lie to the public and just rip them off. That, that's what I don't understand. You'd think that most people in America were wealthy, that they that they loved the big businesses. They loved Walmart. They loved all the big drug companies that are gouging them and raping them. They like it. They're told Maybe like to. Mo, they enjoy gang rape. I don't know what it is. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, do you know what happened with uh, Joel Mark? No. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, two things. One is I don't know if you uh, use this word or this term yet, but the way George Bush pronounces nuclear, he says nuclear. Yeah, we, we've been there. We okay. visited that one. Yes. All right, and also, I, I just want to say, what you just mentioned about Bush, well, he, you know, I always hear he, he's steady and he has these ideas and he sticks with them. The only problem is they're all the wrong ideas. Mm-hmm. Anyway, have a great day. And you too. Well said. Yeah, he sticks with his ideas. The only problem is most of them are pretty damn bad. But we had that interim constitution signed in Iraq. <laughs> What's not to like? Although we had some more innocent bystanders die over there this morning again. It's worth it. Yeah. And they're still uh, peeing in their pants about a civil war between the uh, Shiites and the uh, Sunnis because it's a bunch of religious nuts. We had about as much business going in there as we have uh, as we had putting uh, Aristide on that plane. If they wanted to kill him, go ahead. Have a good time, you know? The rebels. We ought to be playing the crystals, and he's a rebel. They're rebels, and they'll never be any good. If you had tons of cash, which one city would you choose to live in? That's our poll question on NeilRogers.com. 684 votes. Actually, that's not that bad, right? We'll take it. We're not going to make a thousand. Although if we don't have a thousand by the next five minutes, Josh is going to be eating shrimps for the next uh, five years. Honolulu, 100. I have never heard that. I'm just something to look forward to. You don't now, hang out where, with any brothers, do you? No. I where can I hear that? Do I have to come like down there and go to Red Lobster in like the hood? Okay. That'll do it. If you buy, I'll go with. Now, you. do I also get to have some butter pecan ice cream? No. Honolulu, 124. New York, 94, Miami, 84, San Francisco, 52, Amsterdam, 48. Probably a lot of drug-smoking perverts. Or maybe just people like growing mushrooms. Naples, Florida, 42, Virgin Islands, 37, Rome, 33. Only 33 for Roma. I wonder why that is. Mm. Vancouver, 29, Toronto, 29, 
Vegas 28, San Diego 24, Jamaica 13, Mallorca 12. Did you ever answer my question about the grapes? No. Nassau 11, Stockholm 10, Andorra La Vella 6, Geneva, Switzerland 5, Philippines 2, Cologne's got a pair now, told you, Sydney 2, and Berlin's got 1. Ich bin ein Berliner. 688 votes. Uh, it was JFK called in from the other side, the original one. Well, speaking of JFK, what a psychic. Vermont Governor Howard Dean. Oh, and they're showing Howard Dean flipping him a pancakes. He was good at that, you know what? Yes, he was. Good thing. <laughs> oh, I think he may have a future in that because everyone landed right on a plate. In fact, he could let out a big, with every, with every pancake that lands on your plate. I like it. Nice going, Howard. He turned out to be, uh, well, I don't want to go through it. You know, he did a lot of good things, yada, yada, yada. And then they've shown that thing on uh, CNN four million times already about Joe Trippi and the campaign and how it all fell apart. They, they keep showing it like every ten minutes on CNN as, as though somehow they're trying to apologize for making such an ass out of them. But the fact of the matter is the people at CNN aren't the ones that voted. And most of the people that voted, including Iowa and everywhere else, <coughs> voted for somebody else. So thanks for uh, doing some good stuff and stirring some people up, Howard, but now it's time to move on. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's like our morning show. Thanks for creating a lot of problems and getting everybody bent out of shape, Mo, but it's time to move on, sweetheart. And don't forget, Howard uh, comes to uh, QAM tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Am I right? Right. Five I'll, bet you, I'll bet you Greg's life on it tomorrow morning. If they tune in 6 o'clock, they'll hear Howard right on the station. Howard from Boca. Are you in a dead-end job? Are you underpaid and overworked? Well, if you'd like a new high-paying career but you don't have a lot of cash to go to college or the four years to uh, wait to get that job... Here's the deal. Pick up the phone and call our friends at Fast Train Tool Free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Boy, I'm, I'm telling you, they, they're showing this hit by Bertuzzi on uh, Steve Moore. They're showing this like 50 million times on CNN, where they don't care at all about hockey. That's what really gets me. And they're showing this over and over again because they got the footage and because it's violent and grotesque and because they can. You're a bunch of grave robbers, you lunatics at CNN. Fast Train can have you trained and certified for a high-paying computer network professional career in as little as four months, which means by the middle of the summer, by July maybe, you can be fully trained and ready for a great new career and a big fat paycheck and a life that goes along with all of these things. Fast Train offers day, evening, and weekend classes to fit around your schedule. They offer job placement assistance, financial aid to people who qualify, and Fast Train's got seven convenient Florida locations now to serve you. So don't delay. Don't wait another minute. If you really want to say goodbye to that schmuck boss and your meaningless job, pick up that phone, call Fast Train right now, and in just four short months be on your way to a great new high-paying computer career. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then make that call once and for all. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Oh, my God. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi. Hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy. Not Judge Judy. That's a different miskite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scared the crap out of myself. I make Frau Fabis and I look like a Shane Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, huh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Mishigas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy, though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were going in the corners of his mouth. He went with sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagitz. Most of the time, he's a mensch. But on occasion, 
I hate him. I think my husband Howie would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little PO'd about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City. I got to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, Gazakazon. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. And it sure got its money worth. 118 at 560 WQAM. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. When are we going to get the, the lowdown? What's going on with Joe and Mark? Because we're getting a few calls on this. I don't know. I'll go See, one of, the, one of the things that we've discovered over these uh, long, tortuous years of QAM is that a lot of stuff uh, goes on, people disappear, and nothing is ever said. You know what I mean? So you can assume yeah. for yourself. You it's know what I mean? the standard operating procedure. Right. They just do that in, uh, disappearing act, and uh, nobody sees them no more. A uh, one-ended vacation. Right. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, hi, hi. I heard you yesterday, you said if in all your years, if you had converted one person away from religion, yes. me and my family, we're, that, we're those people. All right. All about, right. About four years ago, I mean, I was brought up as a Jew and all that other nonsense. Oh, and now, yeah. confirmed atheist, the kids are not getting any of that bar mitzvah nonsense and all Good. that. It's just over with, and I have you to thank. And, and I'll tell you another thing. I'm making the high six figures, but I'm with a, anybody but Bush, and I, I turn everybody on to your website where they could get real information, and I really got to thank you for that. Outstanding. Thanks, pal. You're the best. Wait, wait, one, one last thing about yes, weight sir. loss. Mm -hmm. I lost 100 pounds, kept it off for a year by just eating, you know, no fast food, no salted snacks, no heavy dairy, and plenty of exercise and water. It's not easy, but it works. Okay. Take care, Neil. Keep it up. Thanks. Yeah, people that are going to McDonald's who pretend that they're on a diet, I mean, like that. If you want to go to McDonald's, fine. If you like that crap, I go there in Amsterdam only because the food in the city is so bad. I mean, just horrendous, just grotesque. See, I, again, I don't understand it. Here's the Netherlands, Holland, whatever you want to call it, on the one side. And here's Germany is right next to it, right next door. Okay. Okay. And the food in Germany is fabulous. I mean, you can find just an unlimited number of really good restaurants. They even had a brand new, which we ate there once. It was pretty good. Tony Roma's in Berlin. Tony Roma's. You ready for that? Yeah. Oh, you don't like Tony Roma's? It's fine. A little overpriced. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying it's great, but I mean, I'm just using that as an example. But I mean, no matter what kind of food you wanted, Italiano, you wanted German stuff, you wanted uh, that great bratwurst, uh, uh, currywurst, whatever, kid currywurst, uh, whatever. It's great. And you go right next door to the Netherlands, and it's like, food? What's that? We're too busy with the sex and drugs. We don't know from food. So if you want to eat, go to Germany. If you want sex and drugs, go next door and then get out. So that last call, they made it worthwhile right there. So oh! now is a good time to hand the reins over to Josh. George and I are like going to go off into the sunset. George is going up to his joint in North Carolina with a joint. Right. And I'm just going off to uh, Amsterdam, Rome, Roma, München. I'm going to be a possum farmer. All right. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I was uh, in Atlanta a few weeks ago, and I happened to listen to Perel. Yeah, Perel. And I, call, and I call him. Uh -huh. You called him? Yeah. Yeah, and Mike. He, he sounded interesting. Yeah. What but does that anyway, mean? Anyway, what he said was, he said that uh, he enjoyed being in Miami, but he hated WQAM. Uh-huh. 
He said a lot of bad things about the station. Yeah, good. Well, that's great. I'm glad you got to Atlanta, Mike. It's too bad you came back. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Holy cow! Wow, man! Oh man! Oh man! Here we are, almost thirty years later. About thirty, man. Twenty-eight years later. About thirty, man. And we still got Blind Mike in the same bunch, the same cast of characters. It wouldn't surprise me if any minute now we could get a call from Gil Siegel. Oh, hi, Danny Rogers. It's Gil Siegel. I want to say a good word about the brothers of Good Shepherd at the Camillo's house. Wow. WQAM, hello. Neil, I got yes, another sir. for you. Okay. My uh, ex-wife, although there's other reasons to hate her, she always says <laughs> Mayan, Mayan, what? as if like from the like Mayan Indians? temple, you know, instead of mine. And oh, also, yeah. I, also, I need to ask you a question. Ask away. Can I can I uh, set my booby on top of the radio? Go right ahead. Okay, bye. Look at this, a sucker punch. And my take, my take is that obviously it was an out of bounds hit, but within the framework of hockey, which which is a very violent oh, no. sport and which oh, also no. has a lot of Gary Belsky, I'm going to tell you, I get sport. a baseball bat and smack this guy in his ball. That's ever happened, probably. And quite frankly, whenever retaliation hockey doesn't happen with a stick, I'm I'm sort of pleased because I think. Oh my God! This guy had a broken neck. He sucker punched him from behind. He grabbed him by the back of his jersey, a sucker punched him in the head from behind and smashed him down to the ice. He hit his head on the ice and has a broken neck. And this guy's saying, well, at least it wasn't with a stick. You know, where are these people coming from? You're crazy people. You're crazy, crazy, crazy people. And that's why the game of hockey is self-destructing, because Gary Bettman is a moron, because the people in the sport like Don Cherry are morons. They don't get it. There's no There's no place for this crap. The holding and clutching and hooking. There's no game going on. It's just a, a bunch of guys trying to inflict as much damage as like the WWF on ice. It's it's ridiculous. But anyway, am I getting upset about it? I, I just can't bit. believe they put some schmuck on there like this, but then again, it's CNN. What do you expect? Defending it. Like, oh, it wasn't so bad. A new study, speaking of the media, a new study of how the media has covered the issue of weapons of mass destruction released today concludes... Many stories stenographically reported the incumbent administration's perspectives on WMA, WMD, giving too little critical examination of the way officials frame the events, issues, threats, and policy options. The other three main conclusions of the study conducted by the Center for International and Security Studies at Maryland and the University of Maryland said too few stories offered alternative perspectives to the official line on WMD surrounding the Iraq conflict. Most journalists accepted the Bush administration linking the war on terror inextricably to the issue of WMD, and most media outlets represented WMD as a monolithic menace without distinguishing between types of weapons and between possible weapons programs and the existence of actual weapons. The authors of this study state that poor coverage of WMD resulted less from political bias on the part of journalists, editors, and producers than from tired journalistic conventions. They also declared that the British media reported more critically on public policy than did their American colleagues. What a shock. In a foreword to the study, John Steinbrunner, director of the center, writes, the American political system is in the early stages of contending with an unwelcome but ultimately unavoidable problem. The U.S. initiated war against Iraq on the basis of an inaccurate representation of the scope and immediacy of the threat posed and did so without international authority. That has prejudiced the legitimacy of the occupation, thereby undermining the single most important ingredient of successful reconstruction. He adds that the American media did not play the role of checking and balancing the exercise of power that the standard theory of democracy requires. Amen. Well said. Nice going. You go, boy. The media sucks. Make no mistake about it. 
just all jump on the bandwagon and coming up with this. So we had on MSNBC the wall of heroes with all the pictures on the wall. All the nameless pictures for the most part. And then, of course, uh, both uh, all the networks. Operation Iraqi Freedom. The media is sick and needs help badly. Well, where did that come from all of a sudden? I thought it was, uh, you know, I thought it was because of those WMDs and 45 minutes away from some grotesque, uh, horrendous event that was going to take place. Some nauseating attack. All of these things. Well, that ain't gonna work. We're not, well, that's not gonna uh, pan out. So we'll come up with some other, uh, basis for this, even mm -hmm. though we decided it five years ago. This man ought to be he ought to be in impeachment hearings right now. He and Cheney both should have been in impeachment hearings months ago. And yet instead we see him going around uh, the country speaking with his $170 million war chest with that stupid look on his face, that deer in the headlights look. And immediately just goes on and they're spending hours and hours on CNN on a hockey punch. How many people do you think watching CNN care about hockey? About 30, man. 27 after 1 at 560 WQM. Spring of the savings right now and save like never before on a new car or truck from Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. On US 1, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive to save thousands and thousands of dollars on great new unbeatable Toyotas. Check out these great leases waiting for you right now. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 bucks a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander for just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country, for just 179 bucks a month for 48 months? These are just a few of the great savings waiting for you right now at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead. Now with the toll increases on those people using cash, Armstrong's will give you a free sun pass when you get your new car or truck. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. They'll do whatever it takes. Their service department is even open late to late weeknights to make sure your service work is done. Conveniently located, U.S. 1293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. So please don't waste your time at those mega dealers or car giants who always overpromise and then underdeliver and get you into their dealerships under false pretense. Do the smart thing. Call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, right now at 305. 242-3247. for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a whole lot on that great new Toyota. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. <laughs> Poland, 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 numbers aren't growing. Howard Dean is growing the shrine. He had the lead and steadily, his numbers now are dwindling. Could it be he has a me as quite? Yes. Supporters must be thinking, what was the doctor drinking? And he must have really bad eyesight. Oregon. Oregon. Michigan. Michigan. Howard Dean. Gershwin. Connecticut. Connecticut. New York. New York. Howard Dean. Gershwin. Voting, voting, voting. Get those voters voting. Howard Dean is going Gershwin. Edward Clark and Kerry look better than who he married. Optometrist is what the doctor needs. 
The hopeful next first lady should think twice before displaying her big bow made guns and horsey deeds. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania! Ohio! Ohio! Howard D. Right. How many cent is it worth? About thirty, man. So evidently there was some kind of an episode, some kind of a sexual escapade that took place on her show. Uh, I don't know how many days ago. I don't know. No. And at any rate, that was the uh, straw that broke the camel's back. And uh, what can I say? A sign of the times. It's a sign of the times. Everything. You know, if you fart the wrong flavor. And you would think that with what's going on right now, you'd really think that if people were... What have I been saying, you know, mm -hmm. instead of being stupid and stubborn? Just cut it back a while. Give it a little rest right now. I tried to tell Pharrell that. Did he listen? No. No. And now, Joe and Mark, bye-bye. Pretty sad. Do we have any idea what's going to be on tonight, overnight, 2 to 5 in the morning? No, uh, no. I don't. Probably, uh, you know, canned. Not sports, uh, whatever that awful sports thing we got. What is that thing that we run on Friday? Sporting News Radio? Oh my. oh, my God. Holy moly. Of course, Clarence will like it because it's sports. Sports. Speaking of sports, Damian Cox in the Toronto Star today in the uh, Bertuzzi hearing for those ten people out there who care has been postponed till this afternoon. That's why there's no more news on it. But Damian Cox, who's a really good columnist in the Star, says hockey's culture of violence must end. Don't expect the NHL to raise its voice. He says, Todd Bertuzzi has no defense, sadly, like Marty McSorley, Matt Johnson, all the other on-ice thugs that have created mayhem and hurt people before him. Bertuzzi will nonetheless have his defenders. The mad cycle of NHL violence goes round and round, largely because the industry is so devoid of true leaders willing to separate themselves from the pack mentality that defines the politically correct lines on so many issues. That line heard over and over yesterday was that Bertuzzi's unprovoked, unwarranted, and cowardly attack on Colorado Steve Moore two nights ago that left Moore with a fractured neck was an unfortunate incident. Unfortunate, try sickening, despicable, and an affront to the sport. But you won't hear that from this league, an environment in which goalies were once labeled as sissies for wearing masks and players thought of as less than manly for wearing helmets. You won't hear a player or a coach or GM or union rep stand up and call for justice on behalf of Moore. You likely won't hear any significant figures in the sport demand the NHL put an end to these vicious incidents that every two or three years lands one of the league's players in a criminal court. You'll only hear excuses and cliches and silence and empty apologies. It's all part of a sick, age-old hockey mentality. A running back in football can cut through a hole and get drilled by a middle linebacker and then shake off the blow and retreat to his huddle. He doesn't demand that a player on his own team cross to the other huddle and challenge that linebacker to a fight. In hockey, however, every clean hit is an insult to be avenged. Every issue to those who believe in this culture is best resolved with fists. You hit our guy, we high-stick you. You knock our guy out, we put your guy in a hospital. As long as that remains the dominant mentality, people like Steve Moore will have to suffer now and then. Bertuzzi's boss, Vancouver Canucks GM Brian Burke, suggested yesterday that this incident should not be compared to Marty McSorley's infamous chop to the head of Donald Brashear four years ago. Burke's right. This one's worse. Brashear, at least, had sparred with McSorley earlier in that game. Moore, on the other hand, had done nothing to Bertuzzi during Monday's game, yet Bertuzzi stalked Moore with the game far out of hand in favor of the Avs, ostensibly to seek revenge for a hit against a teammate three weeks earlier. 
When Moore turned his head to continue playing the game, the 6'4", 245-pound Bertuzzi struck with true cowardice, diving his glove fist into the side of the unsuspecting Moore's head. As Moore fell, Bertuzzi used his forearm to drive his opponent's head into the ice. As Moore lay there, face down and unconscious in a pool of blood, Bertuzzi drew his arm back to punch him again. Thank goodness Andre Nikolish and Moore's teammate was there to prevent the killer shot, and it might have well been a killer shot. There was premeditation, there was intent to injure, there was extreme violence. For this, Bertuzzi should forfeit his right to participate in the National Hockey League. He should be banned for the rest of the season, including the playoffs, and if someone wants to make arguments for a permanent ban, I'd sure be willing to listen. Moreover, Bertuzzi's coach, smirking Mark Crawford, should receive an enforced holiday as well. He could have called off the dogs in the third period with his team down by six goals, but instead kept pushing Brad May and Wade Brookbank over the boards to create more trouble. He helped create the bloodlust that encouraged Bertuzzi to do something terrible, so call the courts in one more time, hand down the stiff suspensions one more time, and then watch the sixth cycle of NHL violence begin anew. Writes the outstanding Damien Cox in today's Toronto Star. Oh! Nice going, Damien. But nevertheless, does anybody care? No. I know George is whipped up about it. He's pretty pissed off. About what? That thing. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. If you had a ton of cash, loads of cash, which one city in the world would you choose to live in? We're asking on our pool today, and we're not doing too shabby. We got seven hundred and fifty-eight votes. Even though uh, you sidetracked us with that other stuff, thank God about all Sorry. our phrases and words. So, so let me ask you, what do you think? <laughs> Supposedly, Honolulu one hundred and thirty-three, New York ninety-eight. Miami, 93. I find that most amusing. San Francisco, 53. Amsterdam, 52. Naples, Florida, 47. That's not only amusing, that's uh, that's sickening. That is just plain insanity. Virgin Islands, 41. Las Vegas, 36. Rome, 35. Vancouver, 33. Toronto's got... About 30, man. Good, stay there. San Diego, 29. Mallorca, 14. Jamaica, 13. Nassau, 13. Stockholm, 11. I'm, I want to thank Dave the Cop who at times can be a pain in the ass, but he uh, faxed that in. The only reason I want to thank him is because it is a great city. It's a beautiful city and beautiful people, but because uh, I enjoy staying. Stockholm, I just like saying it. Stockholm had 11. Andorra La Vella had 8. Geneva, Switzerland, 8. Geneva, New York, not getting any votes yet. Sydney, 5. Cologne, 3. Cologne, Germany. Philippines, 2. And Berlin has got uno. Solamente uno. I wonder why that is. I guess they're not saying ich bin ein Berliner, huh? Well, too bad for you. Probably a lot of people real nervous about what's going on in Berlin with those krauts. WQAM, hello. QAM. Okay, great. Have a happy day, amigo. Maricon. WQAM, hello. Hi. Hi, Neil. Here. Um, hello. Yes, sir. I'm calling to talk to Neil Rogers. Speaking. How are you? Pretty um, good. I was listening to uh, Joe and Mark the other day, and I remember Joe saying... Because he's on late at night, they're exempt from all from the rules. <laughs> no, no, they're not. Right. Um, I also heard him go on Joe go on a big tirade about um about you know what a jerk Bush was. So maybe that had something to do with it too. No, I'm sure that uh, the Bush people aren't too concerned about Joe and Mark two to five in the morning on QAM. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Right, oh, one other word I hate is uh, realtor. Real. That's tour. that's one of the all time worst. You got it. Thanks, Pally. Bye. Jewelry and the realtor. Those are two that uh, re realtor just uh, bugged the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. and the, There's uh, nothing worse than a realtor. I mean, realtors are more nice people. but All our yeah. spots for the jewelry stores uh, say it wrong. How do you like that? Huh. Even the professional announcers say uh, jewelry instead of The jewelry. professional announcers? Quote, unquote. Who are, who are they? 
you know, the canned agency spots we get. Oh, especially the uh, pro canned agency spots. Especially, especially those. Them, yes. Right. You mean the ones that talk about the uh, Ristorante uh, Perigoris uh, up your nose? Yeah. That kind. Hey, by the way, how's the Depot doing? 19 till 2 at QAM. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Rogers program on 1240 WGBA. Here again, America's youngest talk show host, six-year-old Neil Rogers. Okay. I guess we're down with mail, and there's four minutes left in the hour. So let's take some calls. Pauline, hello. Yeah, Neil, how's it going? Great. That's good. Listen, I canceled my subscription to the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. Of the good old DNC. What an abortion that paper is. Then I asked how many other people did likewise, and they said none of my business. Yeah, well, they're real nice over there. Okay, well, I just thought I'd let you know. You're a fine American. Have a nice life. Hello. Hello. I want to speak to Neil. You got him. Am I on? Yeah. Neil. Yeah. Neil, you're a stinky, pinko, glue-sniffing, bedwetter and a pansy. Great call. This is the day so far. Did he say pansy? Let me see get off. What a mung brain. I ride my bike 30 miles every Saturday to do this show, and this guy calls me named. Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. By the way, have you seen some of those bad boys at the new AMP? <laughs> now, what are you cackling about, eggs? Is this my John? A million producers in the world, and they stick me in here with an egg. Shut his mic off. Seneca Castle, hello. Oh, Neil, you used to be such a nice boy, and now you're so terrible. Yeah, but you can't shut it off. You can't shut it off. <sighs> I don't need this. I have offers from other stations. Batavia, Elmira, Fredonia. But instead, I stay here and entertain you grotesque, subhuman, doodle bag. Unbelievable. Geneva, hello. Hello, is this Neil Rogers? What kind of phone are you on, sir? How's that again? Do you have a dial phone or what? No, I had to put it to the operator. <laughs> well, let's not get into that. Hey, I was listening to Joey Reynolds on WKBW last night. Somebody has to. Did you hear what he's been saying about you? No, I don't listen anymore. He's a doddering old man. He claims he's only 40. Yeah, right. And Joey beat Truman, too. <laughs> Oh, shut up, Egg. You're pathetic. And if you think he's bad now, wait till he hatches. Oh, boy. Okay, when we come back, maybe the egg will come out of his shell. But let's hope I not. I hope not. 148, there it is. We've about once a year, young Neil. I hope, uh, what's-her-name was still listening, whoever wanted to hear that. Hey, what's your name? don't forget to play that. Okay. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Bad news, John Mark, uh, adios. What can I say? Good guys, but um, I, see, I'm, I'm not going to make too much comment because I don't really know the details of what happened. So right. on the one hand, we're sorry to see them go. We're, and also sorry to see the destruction of QM. Didn't I just mention this yesterday? And today. And we had no, no inkling yesterday that any of this was coming down with John Mark, but uh, talking about sitting and watching the whole place disintegrating around us. Like watching the fall of Pompeii. This is uh, tragic. We had the humper on the, right on the edge on the cusp of uh, extermination. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to come back and uh, apologize funny. yesterday with his tail between his uh, fat thighs. And uh, and here we are now with Joe and Mark. Adios. Bye-bye. What, what, what the hell is going to happen next? Our I got some ideas. Absolutely. Now, are you going to pick on Mo again? What? What did I say? Actually, we hardly even talk. You want to know? Because he got so boring to me. I just uh, I have no interest in him no more. You know? Yeah. I heard him for when I first came in here this morning at 7.15 when I crawl out of bed and get my ass in here and I just open the pot and uh, smoke a little bit. And I listened to him and he was uh, doing all the stuff we talked about yesterday. O.J. and the stealing the satellite signals and Tanya Harding uh, with a hockey. And uh, I thought, well, this is... Uh... And he was trying to make some horrible, awful jokes about O.J. and all the cop shows he was watching. It was just tragic. Absolutely. And I thought to myself, uh, Jim Sarney's got a good point. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How about Aspen? Or any Aspen, of, uh, Colorado. Yeah, because any of the ski resorts, as long as you don't have to work in it, might as well play in it, right? There you go. You got it. Okay, pal, you got it. Aspen, Colorado. You got it, Josh? Good. He got it. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> was going to vote for San Francisco, but obviously that's already been put on the list. Great city. Uh, my other recommendation would have been Turin, Italy. Oh, Torino. Torino, it's terrific. It's uh, an hour from the mountains. It's right there on the water. It's uh, not too large, not too big, uh -huh. too small, just about right. It's, uh, it's a great place and not well uh, run over by the tourists yet, like Venice and Florence right. and the rest of the places. Okay, I'm going to have to put it on my itinerary. It's uh, Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's right, especially if you go over there this summer, you'll have a great time. Listen, real quick, uh, the Mo Drops, the stupid and uh, no and gay and all those, are those going to be on the uh, website anytime soon? Uh... That's a good, well, they should, probably should be. Stupid. I like the one where he says, take off those checkered pants. That's one of my favorites. Actually, stupid is around our house all the time, so it would be, actually, if you did a keychain with that, that would have been great. I know you did one with that, but you couldn't use all of them, so I appreciate it. And then, obviously, it's always a request, a standing request stupid. for uh, Imus and, and he's boring. That is just, it's just the best. He's he keeps showing up now. He's all yes. over the place. They consider him the political maven of 2004. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heaven help us, although at least he's for Kerry anyway, so there's something. Okay, for now. Kerry, have a great day. Yeah, Thanks. for now he's right. Until uh, Kerry uh, looks at him across the road. Well, you know. I'm a man. There, there, there's proof, boys and girls, if you have no... Well, he used to have talent years ago. You know, about how many years ago? About 30, man. More like 50. I'll take your word for it. But even uh, post death, you can still be making big bucks and be legendary and be on, uh, you know, on a network that nobody watches and radio stations that nobody. Well, I'll wait till we play the bit. You got Turin on there, T U R I N, Torino. I got a lot more cities in Italy that I need to see yet. Uh, Venezia is not one on my. I don't want to see Venice. And I don't smell those canals. What? I'm still waiting for your report on Prague. Haven't been there yet. No, that's why I'm waiting. Maybe later this year, like in Augusto, August, Prague, Budapest, a lot of zillion places to go. So little time and so many wonderful places to see. And here we sit at QAM. Live uh, and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM.
It's so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie. Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits, live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. Oh, somebody oh, else. Press one, please. Oh, Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. Oh, hey, listen to me, stupid. I am the Iman. You are the walrus cuckoo cachoo. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus. He's irreverent. So, uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So, uh, what's the deal with this Watergate break? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it government president? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's Iris and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some fresh jingle, it's Imus. He's only been dead for 18 years. All right. He's still going strong. It's amazing. 157, we got the Mad Dog coming by next. Did, did anybody tell us what's going to be on the schedule? See, I could go off into a whole thing now about Clarence, and I probably better not. You know what okay. I mean? Not. No, it reminds me of the scene in The Godfather. Remember when they're coming down the stairs, Sonny and the Tom Hagen? Mm-hmm. And he says, if I had a wartime consigliere, and he says, Pop had, uh, what was Jenko. it? Jenko. Jenko, look what I got. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Mom made some supper, you know. If Pop, uh, if I had a wartime consulier, I wouldn't be in this mess right now. And it's the same thing at QM. This is this is the time for a wartime program director, not a little boy, who's got a bunch of little friends from the University of Miami who sit around and are like playing radio. How many times have I said that about giving, turning over your radio station to a bunch of little children who are playing radio? About 30, man. Just this month, I think. And it's only the 10th. We can't afford the luxury of uh, having people sitting around learning the business. I mean, see, when we're back in the day, eight million years ago, <laughs> back in the day, once upon a time in America, you'd start out in a business at the bottom and you'd work your way up. You'd start out in Canandaigua, New York, and Batavia, New York, and Sturgis, Michigan, and Albion, Michigan, and places like that, and you'd work your way up to uh, hopefully the big time or whatever your talents would take you to. Not anymore. I guess it's like that with everything else, too. Let's start at the top and then move up. Start at the top and then make greater demands. Well, I mean, Clarence is a good guy, and he gets my paychecks on time, and that's all well and good. But I think that he needs to uh, have a little assistance, maybe from Muff or somebody else in that building, sitting down with the various people, which I've requested this very specifically, that they need to talk to some of the people to explain the lay of the land or what's going on right now. The audience, like I told you before the show this morning, the audience still doesn't get it. They're pissed off that Howard got taken off the air in Miami and the other uh, uh, five uh, Clear Channel markets. They're pissed off about that, but they, they don't understand it. This is so chilling what's going on right now and so limiting and so scary that there are no words to describe it. None that we can say on the air. And so I don't know all the details of the uh, Joe and Mark business, but it's, uh, like I said, it's really sad watching everything kind of crumbling and disintegrating around you while silly little kids are sitting around picking each other's nose and talking about sports and ball games and crap like that. You think when you're dealing with a multi-million dollar business, with a stock exchange listed company, you think that you'd probably have like people over the age of 10 in charge and uh, taking care of business. See what I'm saying? What are you saying? I don't know. What, what do I know? Mad Dog is coming up next. That's what I do know. And then the Humper, who's back with us, thank the Lord. <laughs> Humper's hanging on by a thread for this afternoon. Put funny. down the fork hang. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Sports Radio 560 WQAM.